I told you not to go out tonight. You are about to face the screen's most horrifying challenge. I see something. It's your boyfriend. No, let's get out of here. Somebody out there. You are about to face... <laughs> Katie Pick. Tonight won't be like other nights. Tonight, terror is waiting. Something's out there. Vicious, without pity. Turning the air thick with fear. A madman's out there, a step too quick, dangerously strong, and your blood will stain the dark streets. You are about to experience horror more real than anything you could ever imagine. I told you not to go out tonight. You are about to experience... Katie Pick on Turn Up the Night. Oh, hi there, everybody. Happy Halloween. It's not quite Turn Up the Night. Oh, you should be very afraid. It's not quite turn up the night, but it is Halloween night here on Radio for Humans. Let me take this silly thing off. I just thought that'd be fun to play with for a while. But happy Halloween, everyone. And uh, happy Halloween to you, Suze. Welcome to our, uh, we're, we're the hosts of our very own, very first Halloween uh, social distance party here on Radio for Humans. It's the very, very first. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, it looks like, uh, hang on a second. I think somebody might be at our door, Suze. Let me, uh, what? I, I think I, I might have heard a, uh, a knock at the door. Uh, let me, let me uh, check. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, hi, Michelle. Happy Halloween. Oh. Welcome aboard. Yeah, this Here's is Michelle. The... What's that? This isn't Michelle. Oh, hi. Who's this? This is Bridget. I, I think you got the wrong person. <laughs> hi, Bridget. <laughs> he's, oh. not, he's not crazy. It says Michelle. Yeah, it does. But Bridget's here with us, so. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's hi, Bridget. Not nuts. Nice. <laughs> Good to hear from you. Yeah, I thought I'd pull a little Halloween prank on you. <laughs> we see. There you go. There's our first trick uh, among many tricks Whoa. and treats tonight. So, look at that. Yeah, Don't throw eggs at my house from Florida. <laughs> so, no. Gotta have a good arm. <laughs> well, Bridget, I've got some uh, butterscotch, a plastic spider, some candy necklaces that haven't expired, but they're old you're welcome to them and some, <laughs> and some uh kit kats oh look oh somebody else has arrived hello, hello. oh well there it's zelda hello welcome good to evening the, welcome to the spooky uh. shindig uh, we should have some, a few people popping in throughout the night with us here on the program we have a Hi, lot zelda. of new stuff i've hello. got some werther's candy and um some plastic spiders and, I didn't um, know I had missed your 80th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Facebook thinks I'm 90, so you know. I'm giving that's out. How I don't get ads. I'm giving out homemade hardtack this year. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Our house always used to get egged when I was a kid because my dad was the asshole who would give out toothbrushes. Really? Well, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's evil. I know. He was like. The, you would always give out toothbrushes. And I'm like, Julian, is it worth it if every day, like, we have to, you know, every Halloween we have to clean eggs off of the house? And it's a brick house, so it's not easy. Well, you probably need the toothbrush for, for that. That joke was made, yes. 
A joke was made. So, uh, yeah, so again, happy Halloween to everybody. We've got a lot of fun stuff to go through tonight. Uh, Michelle, since you're with us here right now, if you want to get us warmed up, uh, why don't you uh, uh, throw one of your recommendations, uh, movie recommendations at everybody, and we'll uh, commence with a trailer. Okay, if you want something really spooky and really gory, I would go with 13 Ghosts. And this is the 2001 version, correct? Right. Yeah, this this is this is this is really freaky, really scary, and it's a house made of glass. Who wants to live in a house made of glass? Our friend Janine. Our friend Janine. Um (laughs) former friend Janine. Former friend. Yeah, big glass box in Ohio City. Um, but all right, so 13 Ghosts. Let's uh, get a movie recommendation uh, under our belts and uh, have some more fun here. There are ghosts around us all the time. Most of them, they can't hurt us. Most of them don't even want to hurt us. But there are exceptions. Is it bad tonight? Oh, bad is my professional opinion. We should get the hell out of here. Now. I represent the estate of your Uncle Cyrus. We have an Uncle Cyrus? Cyrus recorded this message six weeks ago. He asked it to be played for you in the event of his death. Arthur, I've instructed my lawyer to deliver my last will and testament. A key? A key to what? A key to your new house. This house is the fruit of my life's work. Oh my God. It is a one of a kind home. It's marvelous, isn't it? Wow. Arthur, we've got some papers to sign in the library. After that, I would love to take you and the family around on a tour of the house. This place is awesome! All right, now I know I'm dreaming. Well, your uncle was quite a collector of many things. What the hell was that? This Halloween. You're wasting your time. It's all sealed up. The only thing worse than being trapped in a house with a ghost. This house is not a house. We're in the middle of a machine. Powered by the dead. Is being trapped in a house with 13 ghosts. Maggie! What? We got company. Where? I can't see. How close is it? Close enough to hurt you. Go, 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 Get me killed? I guarantee nothing. Trapped in a machine powered by the dead. That's pretty sinister mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> That's awesome. I gotta see that one, Michelle, for sure. How do you it's how do you a, it's a really good it's a great remake, but it's mm-hmm. really creepy as hell and it has some really nice gore effects. So yeah, how do, how do the effects from two thousand one hold up? They hold up pretty good because they're mostly practical. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Hmm. So cool. yeah, it, it, it's a really it's a really cool story, and Tony Shalhoub is, is amazing, and F. Murray Abrams really can you have such a uh, such a a more fun bad guy? <laughs> yeah, he was in F. Murray Abrams. He's in uh, Homeland, right? Or was I don't in... think he was in Amadeus. <clears throat> so, I I am just trying to remember where the, one of the last things I saw, but but no, that's great. Uh, good recommendation. He's in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, yeah, I think he, yeah, he was, in, he was in Homeland. I'm looking at his face right now. No, he, he was. I'm looking uh, at his picture and yeah. yeah. Oh, he's from Pittsburgh. Pittsburghians, guys. Let's go downtown to Zealand Opal. No. <laughs> Let's get some water. Still hanging out with us, so. Very cool. Well, hey, all are welcome uh, on this Halloween night. So we have a lot of a lot of things to get to tonight, and uh, some some long form, some short form. I kind of want to give a little bit of a build up to the the recently unearthed uh, track from Vance Midnight and uh, his Swank Bodies. I think that's the name. Oh yeah. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I, there, there's a, uh, yeah, um, yeah, Vance Midnight and his Swank Bodies. I think that's what they're, what the band is called. Uh, it's been recent, recently unearthed from, from a vault, a crypt. And, uh, 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 uh the single was just, uh, re released on Phoenician Microsystems' latest Halloween, uh, uh, album. And, uh, and actually, what's really fun is this year the Spectacular uh, Sounds of Halloween Volume 5. They actually, because of the pandemic and we couldn't get together and do actual like physical collaborations and stuff, um, and Matt and Melissa have been really, really busy, uh, they reached out to other friends who are musicians, and some other people contributed some songs, and I wanted to play at least a couple of those. Um, so we'll, let's do one of those right now. This is from a band called Hell Ohio. <laughs> so it could be like Hell O, of course, Hell Ohio, because um, it's Hell, com hell comma O-H. Um, yeah. but, uh, but they have a song uh, on here, and it is called Child in a Barren Room. <laughs> and I, I only listened to the beginning because I kind of wanted to be surprised, but uh, it's only like a two-minute song. But it, it sounds like a rocker. I'm, I'm excited. So here we go. Uh, world premiere of Hell, Ohio, Child in a Barren Room. Yeah. 
son <laughs> uh wow they were good they're really good uh that reminds me of uh, the accused or early corrosion of conformity from the 80s uh good stuff splatterpunk kind of sound love that um almost kind of borderline metal uh but definitely punk rock and, and a little hardcore there uh no that that's great i'm really glad that they expanded this and i cannot believe this is the fifth year running they've been doing the uh I mean, hell, the first one was when Obama was still president. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think they've done one every year. I don't think they've skipped. I've only been involved in three of the Spectacular Sounds of Halloween series. Um, I was telling Zelda about this before, but it, um, oh, well, we were doing some touch-up recordings before uh, the program tonight. Um, I was involved in three of the five albums, and of course, most famously is the one with Hallabaloo. Uh, Vance Midnight and his uh, swank bodies. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, of course, we play it off as that, you know, it's, like, actually really a novelty record that somehow we found. Of course, there are references in the songs that obviously would give that away. Like, you know, I use the F word in Hallabaloo. <laughs> you know, um, <clears throat> don't think that happened much in the 60s. But uh, <laughs> the first uh, one I did, Michelle, I don't know how much you remember of this, but... Um, I, I bought a bunch of produce and like pumpkins and took like uh, power drill and all kinds of tools over to his house and down in his basement we were like totally abusing these poor pumpkins um, and uh, they got composted don't worry and uh, we made salad with the vegetables that we snapped as if they were broken fingers or you know wrenching heads of lettuce and stabbing heads of cabbage and <laughs> things like that and then the next, it, so that was volume two because I wasn't involved in the first one. And then volume three rolled around, and I, I kept saying we need to make a novelty, uh, a novelty song, you know, a, like a monster mash type thing. So, you know, we came up with Hallabaloo, um, and we actually uh, we did that remotely too. Uh, I just was there to help with the music, um, you know. Uh, I just basically hummed out the you know how i thought the bass line should go and then they took it from there and then uh he got me the music and i wrote the you know i did oh my blah 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 whatever and my fake forced laughter on my computer and, and sent it to him and he pieced it together and it's now the stuff of legend and now in a very short span of time this song the, the wolfman's wedding and I'm, I'm still teasing it i'm not going to play it for everybody just yet this song literally came together in le about 36 hours that's how new it is i it, he he told me on what's that as far as i know pumpkin abuse is not against the law in any state that's however true. you need to use the seeds and uh um, oh, they, they did try to recycle yeah. Well, yeah, we actually, they, they saved the seeds and they roasted them, but, well, I was telling Zelda, too, we, we did a super hot mic on the pumpkin while we were doing that, 
and we like uh oh we put a little bit of water inside of it because we actually cut the top out like we were going to make a jack-o'-lantern and we'd put a, a mic on scooping the guts out with our bare hands and it and it had some water in it too so it was like really disgusting sound and we're squishing it between our fingers and yeah, then we said there yeah. yeah so and oh and then the the really by the time we were done drilling holes in it and stabbing it and doing stuff like that then uh we sat we sat on the on the concrete basement floor uh sole put the soles of our feet you know touching each other and, and you know pushing against each other and then both grabbed a side of the pumpkin and like leaned back slowly and like cracked it in half <laughs> um and uh and that made for some very nice you know uh, uh head crushing sounds and whatnot so it was it was pretty cool but uh but yeah so we're, we're definitely teasing the wolfman's wedding um I, I will say uh, uh, uh matt uh matt did a very topical one um for the new uh for the new album and this one is called trump trims his thick yellow toenails Ugh. that's so upsetting to think about <sighs> no The greatest severed toe ever. <laughs> he does a pretty good Trump. <laughs> um, so greatest severed toe ever. <laughs> and, and Bridget just learned what Foley means, so she can school her teachers on Foley. Oh, very good, very good. And uh, this is oh, this is probably my all-time favorite from uh, volume. Uh, vo is this volume one? Volume two. I think it's volume two. Um, this is my all-time all favorite uh, effect he did. This is uh, called a, a Dracula Pushes You Off the World's Tallest Arby's. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, such a great, like, oddly specific thing. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. another one. There's another one from another album where it, it says a zombie uh, uh, knocks on your door while eating a sandwich from the world's tallest Arby's. <laughs> I don't know where the world's tallest Arby's came from, but oh, oh, wait, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, oh, trick or treat. Paul's yeah. here, everybody. Trojan rabbit. I'm so sorry. You there, Paul? Yeah, he's there. I've, he's, just he's just muted. There he is. Oh, here we go. Is that working now? Yeah, there, there you go. go. So, yeah. So, what are you dressed as, little boy? Paul. Uh oh. He was just there. He's typing, but he's muted again. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. So, uh, but anyway. Bastards. Anyway, here's here's a there's... candy necklace and and some. Some plastic spiders. Trojan Perfect. Rabbit. Sure. Uh, Is this right. working now? Yeah, you're you're there. Well, no, he there it, it worked for a second and it immediately muted. Uh, now, hey, I, we're giving out size Kit Kats and Pop Rocks, so there. Nice. I All think right. what's happening is I press the space key and as soon as I let go of it, it uh, mm -hmm. turned, it mutes and then it does stupid things. Are you on push to talk? <laughs> Are you on push to talk? It must be. Yeah, I'm on push to talk, and as soon as I let go of it, it goes out of push to talk and does stupid mm. things. So uh, let me yeah. check something. Let me okay. check the settings again. I'll be okay. right back. 
Okay. Okay. So, uh, all right. And, and I, I had a couple other selections here from uh, Kill the Hippies. Uh, oh, yes. This is from the new album. This is a seven foot tall carnivorous plant attack. <laughs> Yeah, that sounded about right to me. Um, How's that? Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, whatever, whatever you did worked. So, Paul, yeah, uh, so thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, thank you for uh, once again doing the uh, our tradition. What five years running now uh, for running War of the Worlds on Halloween? I think that's right. I I counted them, and I think that's the fifth time, the uh, fifth anniversary of Fahrenheit. playing the show. It's a wonderful American tradition. Michelle, say it again. I said that's the most amazing piece. I love the War of the Worlds. Oh, and just the the history behind it uh, is is just fascinating too. And I don't know um, if uh, I, I again something I was talking to Zelda about before the show tonight is uh, when I was I brought up you playing War of the Worlds. Uh, there was a. Um, there's a comic book, uh, and it was DC Comics came up with a, a comic book uh, series called Secret Origins, and I think the first, I think it was the first episode from around 1986, 1987, something like that. The first one was written by Roy Thomas, and it featured a character called the Crimson Avenger, and they tied his mm. origin into the hysteria of War of the Worlds, and it's one of the coolest like re reimagination, reimagine, reimagining of a golden age character. And tying in another, you know, something from the golden age of radio into the golden age of comic books. So, I thought that was pretty clever. Livin probably read that. I would, I would have to say, but, um, but yeah, it's it's just really, you know, really cool that you're into playing that because if you weren't, I would be for sure, you know. Uh, and I'm I'm glad you're you're always taking charge of that, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm still having problems with this microphone. It keeps it keeps turning itself on and off, but uh hopefully things will straighten out soon. Okay. Um so uh well, I'll tell you what. Um we we have some other things to get to, so uh w shall we um Oh boy, let me see. How many people? Let me see how many people are listening right now. We might have our our peak of listeners at the moment, but who knows. Uh, there's no reason why, why it can't be played again. So, ladies and germs, let's go ahead and get the spiritual sequel to Hallabaloo, Vance Midnight and his swank bodies. Um, the Wolfman's Wedding. Here comes the bride with the ghoul on her side. <laughs> it's the Wolfman's Wedding! Register, Blood Bath and Beyond? No! <laughs> Old Dracula was supposed to be the pastor, but we soon realized it'd be a major disaster. We looked all around and couldn't find a preacher, so we went to the lagoon and hired the creature. Ah, the wolfman wedding. They stated their vows with growls and howls. 
the bride in blue would dress to be cool. The wedding party was Borlox and Bitches. And the big green beastie who was sewn up in stitches. That buffet was substandard. I, I expected more. Well, you know, it's the best meal I've eaten in a while. I bet the wolfman would disagree. <laughs> What's so funny? I don't know. That's just the thing I do. I just I say something and I laugh because I'm a Dracula. <laughs> it just seems super natural for me to do. Ah, <laughs> oh, the Wolfman wedding. Dracula, why did you throw rice at the happy couple? It's not rice. Those are dried maggots I pulled out of my coffin. <laughs> you fool. It's the Wolfman's wedding. The Wolfman's wedding. The Wolfman's wedding. The Wolfman Wedding. Well, the happy couple goes off to their honeymoon, and I do mean the moon. Dumbest line ever, but he loved it, and I do mean the moon. <laughs> he said that he said that him and Melissa are laughing their butts off about that line, and I was like, "All right, well, I'm glad it worked." So, so Michelle, I'm still laughing. Oh, yeah, Blood Bath and Beyond. Sorry, Blood, yeah, Blood Bath and Beyond. I, I I I know I stole that from somewhere too, but um, you know, uh, probably. I don't know where I saw, it, but it's it's some. Uh, well, I did I did. Um, oh yeah, Trump was. Saying no, I made a, a Bed Bath and Beyond reality joke the other day um, about Trump. I I don't remember what it was um, about we him talking about talking shit about sheets and pillows. Sheldon and I were talking about the three bears, and we said Bear Bath and Beyond. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so uh, I'm I'm pretty happy with how it came out. Uh, Michelle, you're you're the ultimate judge because you you have have a, a deep and abiding love for. Uh, my goofy um, monster music. Oh, I I love it. I think it's amazing. Um, you know me. I love I love anything monster related, Dungeons and Dragons. But you guys, what you did with the, the this one and the Hollow Blue is is a great twist, and I love them to death. And I play them every year, and I will play them all year round. So nice. there you go. Nice. So Zelda, uh, you you were privy to uh, well, I gave everybody the music teaser uh, on the show the other day, uh, on front well, yesterday, and then uh, uh, last night I shared with you the the reads. And uh, so, how do you think it came together? I think it's awesome. I'm I love it. I'm like I said, I still I can't stop laughing at Bloodbath and Beyond. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, Susan and I were joking that Bear Bath and Beyond was where um, mm-hmm. the, the three bears got their furniture. But 
Um, anyway, I, Kenny, it's awesome. I'm, I'm having a hard time deciding if I like it the same or more than Hullabaloo. Well, I gotta say, the musical uh, choice this time around was really inspired to do that little, <clears throat> you know, here comes mm-hmm. the bride intro and outro, uh-huh, yeah. and then the 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 super heavy reverb on on the guitar is so mm-hmm. cool. I love that sound, and you know, very traditional, um, you know, '60s ooky rock kind of sound. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so uh, uh, Paul, are you are you sorting your issues out? You back with us? Yep, I'm back. All right. So, what do you think? Would you like to attend the Wolfman's wedding? Sure. <laughs> I've been at a wedding in a long time. There you go. <laughs> um, but uh, you might end up on the buffet. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I did have one. There was. He's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't use all the lines. I had to be efficient. And I was like, dude, I just sent you. I wanted to make sure I sent him enough that he could be comfortable dropping some extra stuff. You know. Um, but sure. yeah, so it, it was fun to put together for sure, um, and uh, and yeah. So Paul, for later uh, on in the evening, I know you said you're you're probably not going to be around all night, but I did uh, I did procure two of my favorite old time radio shows. Uh, of course, Escape Three Skeleton Key with Michelle's boyfriend Vincent Price, um, and uh, classic scary old time radio horror where rats from a ghost ship swarm uh, a lighthouse. Oh, my God. It's terrifying. And uh, Quiet Please, the thing on the forable board, I got those. Um, so th- those will be uh, in r- in the rotation later on tonight. Obviously, they're longer. And um, Susan and Zelda, everybody, are going to be debuting their new, uh, their new podcast. Um, Yay! I have would, to say something? Yeah. Yeah. The price lo- died long before I met Miles. So I'm I kidding. know. I just teasing you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So um, uh, because we we love Vincent Price, and we know you have a very special place in your heart, and uh, and he also cooks fish. Used to cook fish and dishwashers. Um, oh, oh, thank you, Livin. Crimson Avenger was issue five in Secret Origins. I don't know why I was thinking it was the first one, um, but. Yeah, so uh but Susan and Zelda, yeah, uh you want to you want to share the name of your podcast. We're not going to play it now, but you can tell everybody a little bit about what's going on cuz I feel like I'm I'm sucking up all the air in the room here. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, we're just we decided to make a podcast. We've been talking about it and talking about it and we thought we'd just do it. You know, it's going to be like uh you know, just kind of a Fun thing, two friends talking about mutual interests, and we're both interested in fairy tales, and um, we're just going to chat it out and bring you a fairy tale and a bedtime story. So Yes. This, um, I think, sort of launched because I was telling Susan Ken about a rant I had had recently that um, inspired my friend, uh, during her drive home from a, a government meeting. But um, she, so she works, um, her lawyer office is really close to the bike path in Falmouth. And at, when it's, you know, very late in the evening, she doesn't want to go out to her car without calling me in case, you know, a murderer or whatever. So yeah, she one night texted around. me yeah. and was like, hey, can I call you? And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's 1130, but I'm up. 
And I was just listening to this like audio book of fairy tales. It was uh, the Grimm's fairy tales. And I just was like, listen to this bullshit and started going on about like an, an issue I had, um, a grievance with one of the <laughs> stories. And so then I was like, what am I nuts or like, does this feel wrong to you too? And Suze was like, oh my God, I remember that one. And hell yeah. So we realized that we both kind of had this like fun urge to do a deep dive on some of these and, and just uh, discuss them and have a good time doing it. So we hope that you guys will like it. Um, you know, we'll obviously uh, continue anyway, but um, I, you know, suggestions are always welcome. If you have a particular fairy tale that you feel like needs, yeah. comment, please yeah. throw a message to one of us um, and bear gonna, with us as we learn like our vibe and get it together. We're going to call it fairy lights for fairy nights. And um, we're going to talk about a different fairy tale, uh, applications to modern day dilemmas. And also, uh, we're going to talk about, you know, different things like that. And the fairiness doctrine. Yes. We're going to apply the fairiness doctrine. That's the best joke that I've made this year. <laughs> Ken, Ken suggested that for one of our additional segments that we hope to like bring out, starting with maybe number two. Uh, that we should like fact check a fairy tale, and I was like, only if I can call it the fairiness doctrine for the four people who will get that joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hard to get. But yeah, so we'll do that, and we'll have a couple of other fun things. And like, seriously, just bear with us. Um, and uh, and we're really excited about it. And thank you so much, Kenny, as our um, very kind and patient producer. Not a problem at all. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, so it's a, it's a lot of fun. I, I think, uh, it's going to be interesting. The show's probably going to be, you know, uh, 45 minutes to an hour and, uh, they'll come out in, you know, they'll come out when they come out. They won't be dated. So you can listen to them anytime. And, um, you know, I mean, you know, obviously there might be a reference here or there, but pretty much, you know, you guys just talked about the, the fairy tale at hand. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Yes, it. and I will say that I was having a bit of a sound issue when we did this one, um, so I'm a little muffled, but it's being it's been resolved. So yep. you know that I'll be loud and clear and annoying <laughs> uh, <laughs> to match my terrible personality in uh, in broadcasts of the future. <laughs> All right, well. Um, I tell you what, uh, we are, we, we've been on for about 34 minutes now. Um, who's ready for the latest installment, uh, from the robots? Yes. Yes. Robots. Robots. Okay. Robots. Here we go. It's exactly 10 minutes long, everybody. This is the robot 2020 Halloween special. Here we go.
trick or treat, trick or treat. Presents a robot Halloween. Let's meet our cast of characters and let the fun begin. Hi there, I'm Robit Dad. And I'm Robit Mom. I'm Robit Junior. I'm Robit Cat. Knives out, pointed at you. Hello, wife and children. Tonight is Halloween. It's the night when demons come to our home and try to rob us of our souls. Brace yourselves. This could be really dangerous. Don't be stupid. I'm a cat and I can see through your paranoid shenanigans. No father don't listen to the cat. Listen to your heartbeat. The 1980s are just around the corner. Golly gee. Dad. Mom. Weird cat sister. You gotta listen to me. Halloween is just a fun time for the kids that want to put on costumes and make up. They do this as a form of pageantry to impress folks like us to give them a special treat. It's a super fun holiday. I don't know about that son. It sounds like you are inviting Satan himself into our home. Are you on the wacky weed? Don't make me take off my belt. Peach Cobbler is ready for all my sweethearts. Cats have a saying. Peaches are poison. Uh-oh. Sounds like we have our first Halloween moocher. God save us all. What the hell are you supposed to be? I'm a Frankenstein with parsley for hair. They say to me, hey parsley hair. Are you a Frankenstein? And I politely nod. Because I'm sick of this shit. Get over it. Let's just live our lives. Okay kid. Good story and costume. Here are some butterscotch candies for your troubles. And don't forget about a scoop of my famous peach cobbler. And I politely nod. We barely escaped with our lives. I'm going to go get guns. And sorts for all of us before more trouble arrives at our doorstep. My god. I'm too late. Here is another monster now. I knife. I make bleed. Mean little cat child. You should be nicer to our visitors. Your cobbler is a nightmare. Hello you. Happy Halloween. What are you supposed to be? Careful sunny boy. The demon looks deadly. I'm the ghost of leftover tuna casserole. So you're a fart. You came dressed as a fart. Now I knife you. Prepare to be knifed farty mick fart fart. I don't want any trouble from that fine looking kitty cat. I guess I'll be on my way then. Not so fast. Nobody leaves without a scoop of my piping hot peach cobbler. And hey there fart kid. Here are some of those chalky after dinner mints I found in the couch. Happy Halloween. You're the kindest family I have ever met. Even that awful little cat has won a special place in my dining heart. We are all truly blessed by this Christmas miracle. Thank goodness it's Christmas. All those Halloween demons were making me scared. Now, Jesus is a supernatural being I can really get behind. He's a cool dude. Hold on there, geezer. It's still Halloween. Let's give out more tricks and treats. Did you bump your head? The Christmas peach cobbler is ready. Time to open presents. Let's go, Junior and Kitty. Go wash your hands. It's Thanksgiving. On your birthday. What the hell is going on? This is madness. I put on my Santa. Satan. Santa. Satan. Costume. No. No. Hell. Hello. Hell.
Santa. Satan. I'm kinda scared right now. I think a Christmas demon has invaded the spirit of Halloween. We've got to fight it. I should have known this was going to happen. They started putting Christmas decorations up in the stores before trick or treat even happened. When will this nightmare end? Gobble gobble who wants a pile of cobbler? I only want that cobbler if you run out of kitty litter. Your peach abomination is only fit for my leavings. Someone is at the door. Who could it possibly be? Hello. I am from the Department of Holiday Continuity and this household is in violation of codes 43 stroke Z and 62 stroke B. You will need to be quarantined for the next year to contain the threats you pose to society. Now I knife and I knife good. Meow, hiss. Hold on there sis. We're already in big trouble. Please sir. Is there nothing we can do to correct these errors that were brought on by a Christmas demon? Well there is one possibility but it's still in the experimental phase and could involve a variety of risks. What I'm about to tell you is top secret information of which only a handful of living beings are privy. I'm about to tell you about Project. Frank's. Giving. Frank's giving you say? What is that? Frank's giving is an experimental holiday tradition that allows you to do whatever the hell you want to do on any given day. You can wear costumes and share your favorite foods and give gifts. Whatever you like. But I warn you. There are considerable dangers. Yes. That sounds wonderful. But what are the dangers of Franksgiving? I'm glad you asked me lad. There is a high risk of having too much fun and possibly getting a tummy ache from fun fun food. Some people also have reported the occasional hangover. This is serious stuff. Do you want to help your country and become one of the first households to celebrate Franksgiving? Yes. That sounds wonderful. Mom? Dad? What do you think? Can I make goopy vats of peach cobbler? <laughs> Meow, hiss. Of course. The government would love a copy of your recipe, mom. It sounds like it could be weaponized cat repellent. And can I wear my Satan? Santa. Satan. Santa. 666 suit? Sir, I don't care if you dress up as Frankenstein with parsley for hair. You do you. This is getting tedious. Let's just have the kitty cat finish our story right now. Take it away kitty cat. Okay, I will knife and kill later. So there you have it folks. This is the top secret origin of how Frank's giving all started. Out of a holiday crisis grew a new tradition of not adhering to tradition. Judgment is set aside and goodwill is at the heart of Frank's giving. Let us all enjoy this new holiday whenever we choose in whatever fashion we decide. Plan your Franksgiving with a friend or loved one. Enjoy your collaborations and the fruits of your labor. Franksgiving for all. Meow. Hiss. Knifey knife. Happy Franksgiving to everyone around the world. It's a special day for all the boys and girls. I'm a creepy singing robot. I love my creepiness and I show it. Bye for now from Kimmy Pig. Go out and get a treat and don't get tricked.
Yeah, abrupt ending. Thief <laughs> <laughs> Cobbler. So. <laughs> so yeah, we we have uh, the the origins of Thanksgiving are finally revealed. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So I I just again when I write these things I complete I I literally just start typing things in over at the. Um, Oh gosh! Uh, oh man, I can't remember the name of the uh, the thing that I use. I, I I've shared it with Paul before. But Translator. I, well, the the it, there's a specific website I use for the voice. I'll open up my browser and find out exactly what it was. Uh, but yeah, I basically I just start typing in the first line of the story uh, or create my characters. You know, and you know I'm robot dad. I'm robot mom. You know I'm you know I like the idea of the English robot cat. That was fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, the one that I use is TTS reader or, um, oddcast. Oddcast is the one that I used for, for most of it, I think. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's, it, so, you know, I just sit down and I start writing and that's how I write it. I, I just write it. I have them read each line and then I string them together and there we go. That's it. There you go. So. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Michelle, what would you think of the the robots this time around? I love the robots. Oh, and I found the singing ro robot this time too. There's like a function on here wow. that yeah, it's it's called Choir Boy, mm. and that's the you know the uh, sing song um, guy. And uh, yeah, so the here it is. I think. Sing song guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's creepy. It's creepy. So. Uh, creepy. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Colossus. What's this one? Sing song guy. Oh, I like that. That's a good one, Paul. <laughs> Looks like they've uh, upgraded their voices here, Paul. You talking to me? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the the oddcast uh, looks like they kind of updated their voices with some uh, new robots. Robot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What did you What did you think of the latest robot saga? Robot. Robot. <laughs> All right. I'll take that. Sophie enjoyed it too. Oh, good. Oh, good. good. So. Uh, oh, and while we're uh, well, shit. It is uh, while it's still Halloween. Uh, we should we should do this right. Um, and also, we forgot yesterday on uh, on Turn Up the Night. Grimmy uh, had a birthday, um, and yes. uh, thank you Zelda for the reminder. Is it today or was it yesterday? It's today, I believe. Today, all right. So, uh, and of course, it, it would only feel right to to make sure that uh, you know, Grimmy, if you're out there, if you listen to the podcast or anything, happy birthday, brother! Sorry we forgot about you on Friday. Happy birthday! This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey. Thank you, thank you, all dear friends. And of course, uh, Miles and Michelle uh, and Curtis and uh, Cheryl's uh, anniversaries are both today. Yes. Well, that's very exciting. I wish I had a spooky, uh, a spooky 
happy anniversary for you, but all I have is the, the standard one from the Flintstones. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. All right, so uh, Michelle, you, you've had quite a few trick or treaters tonight, correct? You there, Michelle? Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, we're, uh, Suze and I decided to uh, play it safe and not do uh, pass out candy. I didn't see. Yeah. I this haven't is seen. This the first year we have lived in this house for fifteen years that we haven't given out candy. And that's why we only have butterscotch and uh, some dum dums. No. And some Werther's originals. It's some untrue. Werther's originals. It's untrue. Very I, sad. I think it's I have. Sad. I think I have Kit Kats and Reese's cups somewhere. You have um, some kicks. You have some Kit Kats. Maybe yeah. some Reese's cups. Lily brought home a big bag of like quality Halloween candy, like Snickers, M and M's, yeah, some Milky Way, and I because there are kids. Like adjacent, but they yeah. have not come here. So well, usually, where the we give out a big Hershey bar or some sort of big yeah. Candy oh, I've bar been to your house on Halloween. Toys and yeah, it is lit. You know? It is the, the reverse of the McGregor household that when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and then across the street they would give out Smarties, and then they would try to trade with me. No, we they had like leftover Jolly Ranchers and said they wanted to trade leftover candy, and I was like, "You can keep your Jolly Ranchers." <laughs> if you I wanted, to, I brought no candy in here because um, I'd end up eating it, and that's just not yeah. not a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do like oh, I, I do love having the uh, Milky Ways around, though. I love those suckers. So. Oh, see, no one here eats them, Kenny. So when I send your care package this week, I'll throw all the Milky Way in there. Oh, cool. I'll take them, and I'll hide No one them. here, no one at your house eats chocolate. Well, specifically, not really Milky Way. I don't, oh, I don't. Okay. I mean, if Bowie's listening, I don't know if he is. He's free to chime in. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen him eat one. And I don't we've know been why I'm such a fan. Years. I, I've just always really loved Milky Ways. I like Snickers too, but I prefer Milky Ways. Yeah, I don't have anything. Against, I don't eat a lot of chocolate. It's one of my least favorites. But once in a while, I'm like, oh, I want it. I just posted everybody's favorite Halloween candy in the chat for those of you who are with us on Discord. It is Beast's peanut butter cup. It's Beast's. There you go. There you go. Any chocolate in the house seriously just calls to me. It just I know it if I know it's her there, songs in the it night. Just, it's it sings songs in the night till I come and kill it. <laughs> eat me. Eat yeah. me. It's like a it's, You it's, know you love me. It's like a kill cat going me. after a mouse. Yeah, so it's like that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm oh, sorry, Kur I'm Kurger, Kurger Bing. I miss the Kurger Bing. <laughs> and it's like you already know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, yeah. it's so and funny. It's so, and but, if I'm not talking, it's because we're having a tea emergency. We cannot find Bridget's car keys. <laughs> oh, oh shucks. Yeah, you don't want to lose those. Um. They're around. They'll turn up. Uh, unless she had them in her hand They'll when she passed up. out the first handful of candy. 
Well, no, she she was using the grabber claw. So, don't you think the kids would have been like, "Ma'am, you just gave me your car keys." <laughs> they might probably. <laughs> or you think they just take her car? <laughs> just go for a joyride. We'll be reading about that Florida child tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> tiny, tiny Florida man. That reminds me, and it's like only, it's not, it's tangentially related because we're talking about that and I made a stupid joke, but like <laughs> the other day, President Obama, like, oh my God, he was like, even Florida man doesn't do that when he was talking about the current president and I almost choked to death because it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah and good. I just wanted to bring that up. Sorry. No, yeah. that's okay. Awesome. So, uh, Michelle, uh, while you're still there, uh, you want to throw up, pick another movie? Uh, I think we'll probably run uh, the new Zelda Sue's podcast uh, at the top of the hour. Yay! Woo! Sure. How about Legend of Hell House? Legend of Hell House, and that is from 1973. So, uh, here we go. What in the name of God? What did he do to make this house so evil? Murder, vampirism, cannibalism, drug addiction, alcoholism, sadism, mutilation. How did it end? If it had ended, we would not be here. tried to kill me it almost succeeded i don't accept this i do not accept this Sounds like a fun, sexy time. <laughs> um, there was some good choking and gurgling there, uh, Michelle. I was, I was impressed. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's actually it's been remade, but I prefer the one with Roddy McDowell. So there you go. Well, yeah, you can't beat Roddy McDowell. I mean, he was he was a, a legend, uh, and uh, you know, uh, again, somebody who, who he died way too soon too. 
Um, of course, you'll most folks would remember him uh, as Cornelius and Galen in the Planet of the Apes franchise from the sixties and seventies. So and, and plus they were remember from one of my other picks too. So we shall. Oh. He was Caesar. That later. He was he was Caesar as well, um, the original Caesar. So he played three different apes in the ape series. Um, yes. Between uh, the television and movies. Um, yeah. So, uh, but no, these these all sound great so far. Uh, you know, I'm sorry we only played two of them, but uh, we'll play more later, depending on uh, how long everybody's around for sure. Um, oh, I'll be here uh, for a while. <laughs> all right. Very good. So, um, I'll tell you what, why don't we go ahead and uh, listen to Hallabaloo, and then we'll dovetail right into Fairy Lights, Fairy Nights, Fairy Lights for Fairy Nights, I'm sorry, uh, the debut episode, what, what say everybody? You like that? Yay! Right, the debut so. episode, yay! Debut episode. Just under, just about 45 minutes long. Uh, so here we go. Uh, we'll set it up. Uh, here's a little uh, Hallabaloo. Thank you very much for coming to uh, Hallabaloo. Or should I say, thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to a Hallabaloo on this spooky night. Come on in and have a bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bats in your house. It's a hell of a room. In the ghostly room. It's a hell of a room. You're gonna be there too. God, Villa was going to come, but he couldn't fit in the room. And the mummy's running late. He goes to have a in his tomb. And the ghostly room. I love you more. I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on any body. <laughs> it's a real nice trip. And the mummy got ripped. It's a hallelujah. It's a cannibal stew. We have dancing ghouls and singing ghosts. Now raise your cup. Propose a toast. <laughs> Who put steak on the buffet? I specifically said no steak on the buffet! Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me! That is the one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula, is a steak! That's the fucking fact! How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock? Why, yes I do. It's quite an ice rock, might I add. The sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. We hope you made some ooky friends. What do you mean, friends? I think you mean to say... It's a <laughs> And a ghost blue. It's a hallelujah. You're gonna be there too. This boogieing has loosened the nuts in my neck. Wow, 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 wow,
wolf man! Get down from my couch, you bad boy! You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight! Fairy lights for fairy nights. It's time for your bedtime story. Brought to you by me, the Suze. Also brought to you by me, Zelda. Put your PJs on and sit down for a soothing bedtime story. It's not just the devil in the details. What else is lurking? Fairy lights for fairy nights. Well, hello, Sue. Hi there. Hello. Having a very spooky day in a good way because Halloween is here. Like, literally almost here. Uh, And now it's Halloween, like a child abduction by a witch into a candy house. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how you get in the mood for the Halloween season. Think about witches and candy. Mm -hmm. It's the original true crime. (laughs) Witches and candy and people soup. I think there's some kidnapping and there might be some cannibalism in Hansel and Gretel. Oh, you literally read my mind. Is that what we're hearing tonight? (laughs) I uh, was looking through some different things for um, children's stories and fairy tales and uh, found a series called Let's Pretend. And uh, this, this particular episode was first broadcast on October 9th, 1954, 66 years ago. Oh, and wow. Almost old enough to retire comfortably in this economy. <laughs> and um, I uh, wanted to check out the Let's Pretend story format to see if we liked that. But it's from the yeah, golden be- age of radio. Uh well, I love Golden Age comics, so we can't go wrong with the radio, I assume. That's when you had lots of cool people, like some dudes. Like, all the, all the lads on the radio were like, Now, anyway, today, and, and I don't know, England, like, wherever. But they yeah. all had that voice. Yeah. All of them. But what do you, uh, like, what, what do you remember about Hansel and Gretel, besides all the, the crime that we just reported already? Well, um... Uh, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm not really sure, but I'm assuming it happened in the German Black Forest in the, you know, mm-hmm. 1500s with the uh, little little child, little uh, Aryan children wandering in the woods, mm-hmm. lost, and uh, of course they come upon a witch who's a cannibal and uh, lives in a candy house, yeah, as witches are wont to do. There's not a lot of room to like make 
say like, oh, she was hungry and starving. Like she lived in a candy house. I mean, yeah. she had other options. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think starvation is is a theme in this. So didn't Hansel and Gretel's parent, I want to say a dad, but it could have been any other combination of guardians. Didn't they like say, basically, we don't have any food. Get the hell out and like just go. And then they got I don't like, know, maybe, yeah, maybe. out into the woods or something like that. I don't remember. I, I'm not as up top with this one as I am with some of the other old tales. I'm not sure either, so I'm going to definitely do the same thing I did in the last fairy tale and assume that they were off wandering around picking wildflowers. Well, right, you know. Because that's what you want to do in a meadow I'm near the woods. To- and that's how you the, get lured into the woods? I don't know. You're looking for something like that. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to hear it. Uh, Hansel and Gretel, you said October 9th, 1954. So that's, uh, that's yeah, that's, that's a while ago. It'll be pretty interesting to hear it. Yeah, this is also award-winning. Ooh. They won uh, several Peabody Awards. So. Well, I'm they're not- fancy. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Peabody award-winning Let's Pretend. It ran for two decades. But, um, yeah, I'm I really, not really sure what a Peabody award is, but I'm sure was it's... Was it two decades uh, as in, like, 34 to 54, or was it 54 and then on? Like, when... No, I'm sure it's, it's 34 to 54 for okay, radio. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, um, let's uh, let's find out how much we correctly remembered from Hansel and Gretel, uh, recently described by me as a tale of child abduction by a witch into a candy house. All right. Let's go. American Family Cereal presents Let's Pretend. Hello, pretenders. Hey, you've all of you gone walking in the woods, haven't you? And when there aren't any paths, it's easy to get lost, isn't it? So people who have to travel long distances through the woods often mark their path by cutting small notches on the trees as they go along. Now, what do they call that? Blazing the trail, that's right. But unfortunately, the two children in our story today didn't know about that system. And now, well, let's get on with the story and find out what they did instead. Arthur Anderson, suppose you tell us how we traveled to Let's Pretend. Well, Uncle Bill, I'd like to go in a big car with a motorcycle escort. Well, Gwen, will you see to our limousines and escorts? Why, glad you, Uncle Bill. Magical sound men, we'd like a fine parade of limousines with a motorcycle escort to carry us to Let's Pretend. One, two... Three! And there we are! Okay, hop in the cars, everybody! Sit back like royalty, and we're off to Let's Pretend and the story of Hansel and Gretel. Let's go! (laughs) 
Once upon a time, there lived at the edge of a great forest a poor woodcutter and his two children, Hansel and Gretel. Because the children's mother had died when they were very young, the father married again, but his new wife was very selfish and cruel. And finally, one night, Hansel and Gretel overheard their stepmother urging a terrible plan on their father. Listen to me, husband. There just isn't enough food in the house for four of us. And since I don't intend to starve, there's only one thing to do. Wife, I don't understand you. You frighten me. What's in your mind? There'd be a chance for you and me if we didn't have Hansel and Gretel to feed, too. Oh, but they're my darling children. I love them as my life. And a fine lot of good that'll do them when you're dead of starvation. Listen, I have such a simple plan. We just take the children out into the woods and leave them there. What? No, wait. Stop and think. Someone will find them. Without a doubt, someone who can take better care of them than we can. Oh, no, no. It's unthinkable. Someone will pass by, and no matter who it is, the children couldn't be worse off than they are with us. Oh, yes, that's true. Very well, then. Oh, but no, I never said... Oh, it doesn't matter. We're going to do it. We'll start first thing in the morning, saying we're going to chop wood. We'll take them deep in the forest and tell them to wait. Then we'll return home by a different way. Brother, did you hear? Yes, Gretel. I heard. Oh, Hansel, will Father let her do such a dreadful thing? What can Father do when she makes up her mind? What can we do? Shh! Don't let them hear us. And don't cry, Gretel. I'll think of something. Hansel, what's there to think of? They'll take us deep in the forest and leave us. I know, but... Gretel, look, out the window there. Hansel, what is it? Look at the pebbles in the path, glistening in the moonlight. But, why, yes... Shine almost, almost like silver. Gretel, that's the way. The way? The way we'll find our way back. I'll fill my pockets full of those little pebbles. Then when our stepmother leads us into the forest, I'll walk behind and drop pebbles along the way. Later, when the moon comes up at night, we can follow the path of the pebbles and find our way home again. Oh, Hansel, it's a wonderful idea. I'll steal out right now and fill my pockets with pebbles. You go to sleep now, sister, and don't worry anymore. Please don't hurry them so. We've a long way to go. Hansel, why are you lagging behind that way? Oh, uh, I was looking back at my white kitten, sitting on the roof of the cottage. What a donkey you are. You couldn't see any kitten from here. It's the sun shining on the chimney. Now, come on. Hansel? Yes, Gretel. It's all right. I'm dropping the pebbles every few feet. Come on, now. Step lively. Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, wife, you must let them stop a moment to rest. We've come miles. Mm, yes, I guess we're far enough. Yeah, this place will do very well to stop. Now, we'll build a fire here in the open. Gather twigs and kindling, children, quickly now. Oh, oh let them rest. I I'll do it, Oh, wife. stop bleating about, husband. Here, Hansel, pile it here. Now, Gretel, here's some bread for you and Hansel for lunch. You see, your father and I are uh, going a bit farther into the forest now. Yes, stepmother. All right, I'll light the fire now. Yeah, that'll burn all right. Now, just one thing before we go. You children have to stay right here. Don't wander off trying to find us. No, stepmother. Oh, wife, I can't bear it. Still and come on. Remember, don't come after us, children. All right. Goodbye, father. Goodbye. Goodbye, Hansel. Gretel. Well, they've gone. 
But don't be afraid, Gretel. I dropped those silvery pebbles all along the way. Now all we have to do isn't wait until night comes. Then when the moon comes up, it will shine on the pebbles, and we can follow them home. That's right, so don't worry. I can't worry too much when you're with me, Hansel. You're so brave and smart. Oh, the fire's making me sleepy. Let's both lie down and sleep and get rested for our long walk home tonight. Gretel! Gretel, wake up! Oh, Hansel, it's so dark. Where are we? In the woods, sister. Don't you remember? Oh, Oh, yes. Now I'm awake. And there's the moon shining through the trees. And it's shining on those pebbles at the edge of the clearing. It's going to be easy to find our way home, sister. Let's start right away. I'm so hungry and cold. I am too. Come, Gretel, take my hand. And before you know it, we'll be home safe and sound. Father! Father! Open the door! Hansel! Gretel, oh, it's a miracle. Thanks be to heaven. So, Gretel, how on earth? Bad children, where have you been? Why did you wander away and get lost so we couldn't find you? But, Stepmother, we didn't wander away. Of course you did. I ought to spank both of you. Well, tomorrow it'll be a different story. Tomorrow? Stepmother, we're not going back into the forest. No, wife, no. My prayers were answered tonight and I... Keep still. Hansel, Gretel, go to your room now and go to bed. But we're hungry. I'll bring you something later. Go along now. All right. Good night, Father. Good night. Wife, what are you doing? Locking them in their room. I can't imagine what sort of trick they used to find their way back here tonight. But they shan't use it tomorrow. Wife, I beg of you, you must let them stay now. Nothing has changed. I'm not going to starve for their sakes. You'd better get back to bed now, too. We're going to start earlier tomorrow and go farther. And this time, there'll be no returning. children, walk faster. Hansel, what are we going to do? We couldn't get any pebbles last night. Look, Gretel, this bread she gave us for our lunch. I'll crumble it and mark the way with crumbs. What's holding you up? We're coming, stepmother. I was just uh, waving goodbye to my little white pigeon. Nonsense. You couldn't see her from here. It's the sun shining on the chimney. Come along now and stop lagging. The path is so rough along here. Come, hold my hand, Gretel, so you won't fall over the roots of the trees. Yes, father. Just a minute. Hansel, have you enough bread? I hope so. Be brave, sister. We'll find our way back tonight, exactly as we did before. Hansel, what is it? What's happened? The moon is shining bright as day. And I've looked all around the edge of this clearing where they left us. And there's not a single breadcrumb anywhere. What could have happened to them? I think I know what happened. I should have realized it while I was doing it. It was the birds. They flew down and ate the breadcrumbs I dropped. The birds? Oh, birds, why did you do it? Those crumbs were all we had to mark our path home. Oh, Hansel. Now, Gretel, don't be frightened. Maybe we can remember the way. Wait till tomorrow. Then we can see. No use, Hansel. 
three days and three nights we've been lost and wandering in this terrible forest. I'm so hungry I could eat. Oh, I could eat a house. I know, Gretel. And I keep thinking, surely we'll find a path that leads somewhere. But we don't. What's going to become of us, Hansel? Will we... Will we just starve to death? No, little sister. Don't even think of it. Something will happen. Hansel, look at that lovely white bird on that branch. He seems to be looking right at us. Now he's flapping his wings. Flying a little way and looking back at us. Sister, it's almost as though he wanted us to follow him. Let's. Maybe he'll lead us to a path. Hurry then, or we'll lose him. There he goes around that thicket. Come, Hansel. Yes. Gretel, look. Hansel, a little house. Such a dear, darling little house. And it looks... It looks almost as though it were made of gingerbread. Is it possible? The bird says, come. See? Gretel, it is gingerbread. And look, the windows are made of barley sugar. Well, what are we waiting for? I'll have some on the roof. And I'll eat that round sugar window. Oh, this is so good. And the sugar candy is wonderful. <laughs> Hansel, remember... I said I could eat a house. Who would have thought that we'd find a house to eat? Now I'm going to have one of those chocolate shutters. Nibble, nibble like a mouse. Who's that nibbling on my house? Oh, who's that? Who called? I did. Are you eating my house? Forgive us, good madam. We didn't know it belonged to you. But you see, we haven't eaten anything for three whole days, and we're starved. <laughs> Oh, my two poor little darlings. I wouldn't think of being cross. But come on inside where it's nice and cozy, and I'll give you a real supper of strawberries and cream and sugar pancakes. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Come on, Gretel. I... Do you really think we should, Hansel? But why not, Gretel? Yes, why not, child? <laughs> Do I look like such a fearsome old crone? Well... Not really. Come in, come in. You'll find it ever so nice inside, with all sorts of goodies to eat. That's right. In you go. The door's closed. And now, it's locked. And now, come here, you girl. Oh, please, ma'am. You boy. Oh, don't pull my hair. Please let us go. <laughs> I've got you both now right where I want you. Oh, how you changed. What do you want with us? Well, I'll tell you. I think you would both make very tasty meals. Hansel, she's a witch. That's right, my dear. You're very clever. However, I I think your brother here would fatten up more quickly than you. Yes, young man. I think you'll be just about plump enough to eat by my birthday. Oh, no. You wouldn't. Oh, wouldn't I, though? Here. Here is the cage in which I keep you till you're plump enough for a tasty feast. In with you now. No, no. Get in, know. I said. Oh, there we are. Oh, Hansel. Hansel, what can I do? I tell you, my pretty miss, you can fetch water and cook the meals that will fatten up your brother. Yes, you can be in charge of my birthday dinner. No, no. Oh, you terrible, horrible witch. You can't make me. Oh, I can't, eh? Dasha, come, Dasha. Oh, what a ferocious dog. Dasha will see to it. You do as you're told, young lady. And also that you don't try to run away. 
On guard, Dasha. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll be back soon. Don't try any tricks while I'm gone. <laughs> what can we do? I don't know, Gretel. But don't cry. Or you'll have me crying, too. I can't help it. Seeing you in that terrible cage. And I'm supposed to feed you. So you'll grow fat. Who would have thought anybody so horrible could live in such a nice little gingerbread house? The witch is coming, Hansel. Dasha always barks twice when she's coming. She's coming to see if I'm fatter. She want me to stick my arm out between the bars so she can feel it. What's the matter with her? Is she half blind? Yes, of course she is. All witches are. She can hardly see. Hansel. What is it? I thought of something. A way we could fool her, maybe. Hansel, give me back that piece of meat I just gave you. Quickly. All right, sister, but... Now, Dasha. Nice, Dasha. Wouldn't you like to have this nice piece of meat in, in exchange for that bone of yours? I would. Here, Hansel. Here's Dasha's bone. Now, when the witch asks you to stick out your arm, stick out the bone instead. Do you think it will fool her? It's worth a try. Shh! Here she comes. Hansel! Hansel! Yes, witch? You must be getting nice and fat by now. Stick out your arm between the bars. There it is, witch. What's this? What's the matter here? Why, your arm is not a bit fatter. It's thinner, if anything. Yes, witch, it, it seems so to me. It feels like nothing but bone. But don't worry. I'm going to start feeding you, so you're bound to get fat, young man. And you'll be my birthday dinner yet. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel, left in the woods by their cruel stepmother, wandered around till they found a house made of gingerbread. But the old lady who lived in the house was a wicked witch, and she popped Hansel into an iron cage, and for three months now she's made Gretel feed him to fatten him for a birthday feast for herself. Because she's half blind, she doesn't know that Hansel has been sticking a bone out between the bars of the cage when she asked to see his arm. Now, it's the day of her birthday. Here comes the witch, Hansel. All right, Hansel. Let's see how you're doing by now. Stick out your arm, boy. And it had better be fatter. Well, I don't know, witch. I eat everything Gretel gives me, but still... Let's see that arm. No fatter than yesterday or the day before. I guess it's just no use, witch. Well, then, I'll have to eat him just as he is. Today is my birthday, and I'll have him for dinner, thin or fat. No, 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 quiet. Come with me, Crystal. Help me build up the fire under the oven. It should be hot enough in a couple of hours. Hansel, I'll be back for you at three. Here's what I want you to do. Oh, can I say, my poor brother? You can. So stop your blubbering and listen. When I bring out your brother, I want him to open the oven door. Then I'll shove him in, and you will slam the door tight. You'll, you'll shove him in? Oh, no, it, it won't work, witch. Why? 
What won't work, girl? That oven isn't large enough to hold him. Oh, stop and nonsense. Of course it is. It isn't. There's no use going ahead. <laughs> Aren't you the wise one? It won't hold him. Why, it's big enough for me. No, it isn't. You couldn't even get halfway in. Oh, couldn't I? Well, let's just see how much you know about it. Open the door. Now, watch and see. There's one foot in. And now my head and shoulders. And now I can put my whole body in. You could? All right. I'll help. And there you go in the oven, you wicked old witch. was standing. Where is Dasha? I was the dog, Gretel. You? I was the sister of the wicked witch. She was jealous of me, so she enchanted me. First, she changed me into the bird who brought you here, and then she changed me into a dog to guard you. But how is it you are free now, Dasha? The enchantment was broken as soon as the witch took her last breath. You freed me, Gretel, and I shall always be grateful to you. I'm glad you're free, Dasha, and Hansel, we are free, too. Perhaps we can go home now. I'll help you all I can. But first I'd like to reward you for all your suffering. I can show you what's hidden in the cottage. See those chests? Why, yes. Let me open them for you. Look. Diamonds and rubies. Gold and silver. Oh, how beautiful. A real treasure chest. Here, take this basket. Fill it as full as you can. Then fill your pockets. Take all you want. Oh, this is wonderful. You deserve it. And now, let us start. I'm sure I'll be able to get you on the road that leads to your home before I say farewell. Dasha was nice, wasn't she, Hansel? I hope she's happy from now on. I do, too. Oh, my goodness. Look, Gretel. A stream crossing the path. Hansel, it's so wide. And it looks deep, too. How are we going to cross it? I don't know, Gretel. There's no boat, no raft. Oh, will our troubles never be over? Is there anyone deep in the forest here to help us? There is. Here I am. My goodness. Oh, where? Look, Gretel. There in the path, a tiny fairy. Where did you come from? I live in a bluebell. It chimed and woke me up and I heard you calling. How can I help you? We must get across this stream. Do you know a way? Well, let's see. Now, if I change myself into a nice fat duck, I could carry you over on my back. Oh, I'd like that. I've never done that before. And would you do it, kind fairy? I will because you're nice children. All right, get ready. I'm going to make a running start, and when I land in the water, I'll be a great fat duck. Look out. Here I come. Ha <laughs> ha! 
across the stream. Oh, I'd rather be a fairy than a duck. Oh, I'd rather be a fairy than a duck. <laughs> And now, there you are. Oh, it was a lovely ride, fairy. Are you tired now? Oh, no, I like it. And now, since you know enchantment, can you tell us if the road ahead will lead us to our home? It will indeed. Just go straight down the path. You can't get lost now. You've been so kind. Will we ever see you again? You might. You're brave, good children, and I'll always be glad to help if you need me. You know, I'm going to swim around like a duck some more before I change myself back. I like it. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, Bye, fairy. Oh, I'd rather be a fairy than a duck. Oh, I'd rather be a fairy than a duck. Am I dreaming? No, Father, it's really us. And how good it is to see you. Oh, I prayed, I dreamed, but I never really hoped for anything so wonderful. Oh, come in, my darlings. But, Father, where is Stepmother? Will she send us away again? Oh, no, my darlings. Never again. She's dead. dead. And no one can grieve for her. She was a cruel and selfish woman. Oh, but tell me, what's happened to you since last I saw you? Oh, Father, we've had lots of adventures. And look what we brought back with us. Gold and jewels. Oh, Hansel and Gretel, where did you get such riches? <laughs> we'll tell you all about it, Father. And you'll never have to worry about money again. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, but not nearly so wonderful as having you home again. Can you ever forgive me for letting your stepmother do what she did? Of course, Father. It wasn't your fault. And we'll never leave you again, will we, Hansel? Please, God, you won't. And our troubles are over now. So we'll all live happily together forever and ever. And that's the famous story of Hansel and Gretel. The pretenders for today were Hansel... Arthur Cassell... Gretel... Lynn Loring... Their father... Donald Madden... Their stepmother... Rita Lloyd... The witch... Daisy Alden... Dasha... Sybil Trent... The fairy... Gwen Davies... Dasha as the dog... Arthur Anderson... The music was composed and conducted by Maurice Brown. Let's Pretend is directed by Gene Height and written for radio by Johanna Johnston. Let's Pretend comes to you from New York City. And don't forget, all of you pretenders who live near here are always welcome to come and see a broadcast. Just write for free tickets to CBS Radio, New York City. This is Bill Adams saying, remember to eat cream of wheat, the great American family cereal. This is CBS, Columbia Broadcasting System. of all days. Yeah, you know, so when it's your birthday... Chubby child flesh. When you're, it's, it's your birthday, you need to indulge in cannibalism. What? Mm-hmm. Are witches different from other humans? I mean, are they... Obviously, they're supernatural, but it's still cannibalism, right? Yeah, absolutely. Apparently, though, they are different. I learned this tonight. Yeah. Um, that they're, witches are all half-blind. So am I. I mean, thank God I have these glasses that I wear all the time. But yeah, I guess she was. All witches are half blind. I know you want to visit me in Massachusetts, but I don't know if we should go to Salem. <laughs> I would worry for your safety. Uh, I I would not worry for my safety. I would just wear my glasses. 
Oh, and then they would, no, you know, you'd have to not wear them. You would want them to think that you were not half blind. Oh, okay. Well, I wear my contacts then. But I hear there are lots of witches in Salem now. Maybe by now. Yeah. Well, there's nobody right now because, you know. But that was interesting. I enjoyed the radio production. Um, oh, good. I think it's inappropriate in almost any situation, though, to roll up onto someone's home and, like, just off the bat, your first reaction is to start eating it. Yeah, yeah. Like, even if they have barley sugar windows. <laughs> knock, knock. Hey, is this for your show? Or, do you, you know, we're starving kids. Uh, could we have a window or a shingle? I don't know. If I was hadn't eaten for three days, I definitely might start eating someone's house. But I, it's kind of gross. I would assume it might be waterproofed on the outside. I don't know. Yeah, it can't be good for you. No, it can't. Uh, not to mention, there's probably bird shit all over it. Oh, God, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a coating, it's a shellac. But yeah. like one of the things about Hansel and Gretel that I always remember, and so I was I was a little bit wrong in my uh, my recall uh, before we listened to it. I thought I knew that the dad was involved, but I forgot about the stepmom. And um, first of all, why is it always the women? Like, come on, there's yeah. that, you know, like um, I, I we haven't done it yet, but someday I want to assume we'll listen to Cinderella, and I love that one because the dad is also a dick. Because yeah. he's not dead yet, and he remarries this mean old like lady with her daughters, and he's still shitty, and he watches what they do to Cinderella, and he just doesn't care, and like it, it's that blows my mind. But in this one, it's the mom, of course, and defying all you know all logic and appropriateness. He's like, let's just take the kids out to the woods and leave them there, and they'll that's be, awful. They'll it's be better literally off. Literally awful. Because she's never seen an episode of Criminal Minds, and she doesn't know. Uh, and and we'll, we'll just leave him out there. And he's like, oh, I guess. Okay. Okay. Like, well, honey. And then at the Happy end, wife, happy life. It's like a terrible piece of Bed Bath & Beyond artwork. It's so bad. <laughs> he's just, so, yeah, like, you, you, were, you were right about there being not enough food. I thought you said that at the beginning, like they were like yeah, hungry yeah, and running. Sure they were in dire like straits, but I mean, <laughs> the solution to be like, oh, we have too many mouths to feed. Let's take let's just kids. abandon the children to starve in the forest. That's insane. Yeah. It's like from one don't get eaten by a witch. They're so low, right? Yeah, it's like they're going from one witch to the other, and I just. Yeah. I was just thinking about Susan Smith. Like, mm -hmm. remember that case of the woman that killed her kids in 1994? Yeah. It's okay. like, it she didn't even have the guts. It was a big news story in 1994 after Nancy Kerrigan. And the, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course I remember. But I, she just went straight out like she wasn't even going to quickly kill him. She was just like, I'm just going to abandon them someone, somewhere and hope they starve to get death or get eaten by wolves. My God. Yeah, she didn't, not even the decency to drown them. No, just, or even like a lot of fairy tales, a lot of these stories start with like, well, there's no money, so we'll have to sell the kids into 
like service or something. Not even that. Just like get these kids out of here. I fucking hate. That's it. crazy, isn't it's it? Bizarre. And then also like she went for a hike to do it. Like usually people who uh, are awful are also like don't like go for a hike about it two days in a row. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's so weird. And then I don't know. I don't know if I buy the excuse of the spirit or the sister or whatever it was of the witch. It's like, oh, I was enchanted, so I had to bring you here. And then I had to, like, whatever. I don't the know. The bird that turned yeah. into a dog that was the sister? Yeah. I didn't remember mm -hmm. that part at all. I did remember yeah. Gretel pushing her into the oven. Yeah. Like, because the witch is not only half blind, but also apparently fully fucking dumb. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll I'll just step myself into the oven real quick. Like the oven is yeah. hot enough that she's ready to put Hansel in there to cook him. But she's like, hold on, this little eight-year-old just challenged me. I have to prove this eight-year-old wrong. Eight-year-old yeah. being known for, you know, always having the right argument. And she's like, let me just try putting my feet in and then like her whole head and shoulders. And I'm like, the oven's hot. <laughs> what are you doing? This is why are you trying to prove yourself to an eight-year-old? I don't. She was tricked. She was tricked. Not only are witches half blind, but they're not that bright. No, this so, is fully fucking dumb. But it took her three months until she finally got her positioned in front of the oven. You know, so. Yeah. Well, it was her birthday. Yeah, she wasn't ready. She wanted them fatter. I wonder now because the witch like apparently has pretty solid witch like witchy like willpower, but like if he had gotten fat enough before her birthday, do you think she would have been able to wait? Like that's my birthday treat. I'll wait, or would she have eaten him and then kind of spied Gretel and been like, "Oh yeah, the that one will be fine by my birthday. I'll treat myself now and still have one for later." She probably would have treated herself now. Yeah. Wow. That also, also like me at Target again. <laughs> They're going back. Uh, this this program is not brought to you by the good people at Target. I just have a problem. No, no, we are. They are not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been I, to the tea well, store in months. Oh God, I don't think I've been in a Target. Maybe in a year. It was <laughs> not a conveniently located Target for me to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, what, what's your takeaway on Hansel and Gretel? Like, what what uh, what do you have about this? Other than how terrifying it is, it's probably inappropriate to read to children. Well, like like I said, I, I think this is like it's just it's sad because we've got this this stepmother who's obviously threatened by the kids, mm -hmm. and she's like instead of saying. Oh, let's put them into foster care. They'll get adopted out by some infertile couple that want kids. You know, this is obviously a pre-Roe versus Wade world, which we're headed back towards. And mm. uh, people have unwanted children. And uh, they don't realize that in this current climate, even in if we're in a recession right now, those kids are going to get snapped up and adopted by infertile people like that, you know? At least in America. So... Yeah, it's just a damn shame. Those kids weren't unwanted, though. The dad did want to keep them, he, but he wanted to keep his access to sex. Yeah. More. Apparently, she was a... Uh, a bad apparently. 
that step that stepmom must have met a freak in the sheets and a lady in the streets, right? I guess if she'd been a lady in the streets, maybe they would have had a little extra income. But, yeah, um, yeah, and that's not. I'm not sex worker shaming. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, she so she's motivated by, like you said, jealousy of the children. Like she can't handle that. It's just so interesting to me that uh, you just, with no problem at all. Uh, equated it to a situation like we have right now in reality, um, which is where most of these stories come from, is, is some kind of teaching, like a teachable moment, right? And we are dealing with a lot of really scary situations, but I have yet to hear anyone uh, just take their kids to, like, on a hike and leave them there. Yeah. I did I did watch a, a terrifying documentary about china in the 80s and 70s with their one child law yeah where children were abandoned in various places and they would just get abandoned on the road and then other people would pick them up and and get a finder's fee for taking them to an orphanage and that orphanage would sell the kids overseas for like a lot, like twenty thousand dollars, which yeah. is crazy, because it's well, like, ugh, it's just disturbing. Well, it's human trafficking. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's not a fairy tale. It's not. <laughs> Everything worked out okay, though. Hansel and Gretel went back, and the stepmom mysteriously died. But you know. Yeah, I mysteriously my ass. He got upset about the fact that she uh, murdered their kids, and he said it was fine, and he probably murdered her. Like that's you think so? Yeah, that's a mysterious causes. Whatever, I don't believe that. Well, this is, you know, probably in the Black Forest in Germany, and this is before social security numbers. So you know, the government would be like, "Hey, what happened to your wife?" And he'd be like, "Ah, she went out berry picking and never came back." Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, we went Sometimes for a hike and uh, I, I couldn't find her after. It was so weird. Oops! A bird. The goblins ate her. <laughs> the goblins ate her. You're act- yeah, they, they don't go looking for missing women still, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, no, well, Cute. that was a fun, uh, <laughs> interesting thing. Today I learned that all witches are half blind. And yep. I did not know that it was her birthday, and what a terrible birthday, by the way, she had. But it just goes to show you shouldn't be kidnapping kids and trying to eat them. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Sus, thanks for uh, a, a lovely little a treat of a, a Halloween treat. Yeah, um, and that. An evening. Yeah, and it was great listening to fairy tales with you, and uh, now we know how to blaze the trail with pebbles. And beware of cannibalistic witches. That's, you know, advice to live by every single day. Mm-hmm. Fairy Lights for Fairy Nights. It's a blast bringing this stuff to you. Radioforhumans.com
Hi, this is Kenny Pick. You're not listening to Radio for Robots. This is Radio for Humans. I don't see you crying, robot. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? Radioforhumans.com. Robot. 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 Here comes the bride with the cool on her side. <laughs> it's the Wolfman's wedding. Bloodbath and beyond? <laughs> Old Dracula was supposed to be the pastor, but we soon realized it'd be a major disaster. We looked all around and couldn't find a preacher, so we went to the lagoon and hired the creature. Ah, the Wolfman wedding. They stated their vows with growls and howls. The bride and ghoul were dressed to be cool. The wedding party was warlocks and bitches. And the big green beastie who was sewn up in stitches. That buffet was substandard. I, I expected more. Well, you know, it's the best meal I've eaten in a while. I bet the wolfman would disagree. <laughs> What's so funny? I don't know, that's just the thing I do. I say something and I laugh because I'm a Dracula. <laughs> it just seems super natural for me to do. <laughs> oh, the Wolfman wedding. Dracula, why did you throw rice at the happy cow? It's not rice. Those are dried maggots I pulled out of my coffin. <laughs> you fool. It's the Wolfman's wedding. The Wolfman's wedding. The Wolfman's wedding. The Wolfman wedding. Goes off to their honeymoon, and I do the moon. This is a song about a weapon that can kill spirits. It's called Ghost Gun.
This is the this is one of my favorite songs. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Bigfoot was sighted recently, and we caught him. Song's called "We Have Captured Bigfoot." Jungle, rocking in the city, the 
I call on Andras, Grand Marquis of Hell, provoker of discords, and upon Ronwe, demon of forbidden knowledge, and upon Behemoth, archdevil of the Black Delights. I call upon Asmodeus, the destroyer, and Astaroth, friend of all the great lords of Hades. I call upon the many names of Prince Satan, Beelzebub, and Lucifer. I demand an audience with his satanic majesty. Can you pick on Turn Up the Night? Well, it's Turn Up Halloween night for sure here. I think we're having a fun Halloween party. Wow. Boom. So, yeah. That was, uh, so yeah, what you just heard uh, in our second hour there tonight was the debut of, uh, of course, Susan and Zelda's latest endeavor, a podcast Yay. called Fairy Lights for Fairy Nights, episode one, focusing on Hansel and Gretel. That was really fun. That was so funny. <laughs> Did you so, enjoy it? Did everybody in the chat room enjoy it? I, I loved it. I, it was I loved amazing. it. Amazing. I intentionally did not listen to your guys' entire discussion afterwards. You know, I was just like, if you're happy with it, I just kind of cleaned up the beginning and the end. So it was nice to it was nice to to hear. What'd you say, Paul? Go for it. Loved it. Oh, excellent, excellent. So it's fun to present old time radio in a in a different kind of way, right? Yeah. Can I just say I'm a big fan of fairy tales, but fairy tales when they're done right. Yeah. And um, I also love the new expansions on Fairy Tales, not Disney, but like uh, AKA uh, Mercedes Lackeys and her 500 mm. Kingdom series. Amazing okay. stuff. Hmm. Well, yeah. yeah well, there, we're um, we're probably, a, yeah, like I ahead. said, we're going with uh, earlier sources. Zelda and I have read all these things in the earlier sources, and I'm looking at a whole bookshelf full of them. But yeah. It's kind yeah, of a, it's mo- kind of like of a, the a, things a, that I, a, yeah, I was just going to say, it's kind of like you're doing a critical review of something that came along much later than the original fairy tales. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well that's the thing. Like we're looking at different things. Like most of the, um, the let's pretend are from the thirties and the fifties. So that's kind of pre Disney. And then, um, you know, I, I've got a book here, the classic fairy tales. And that's, gosh, I mean, some of these texts, like, it's it's almost medieval, yeah. the way it's written. And oh, yeah. um, so that's, that's, yeah, then the, then the old, old fairy tales that we, we were looking at those, too. Those were, but unfortunately, bad things happen to nice people. Yeah, Which well, and sad. sometimes dumb people. It's like, yeah, but... Well, yeah, like, so to Kenny's point, like, about kind of um, an interpretation of a later work, um, later, uh, you know, obviously earlier from now, but, like, later for, um, from the source material, which oftentimes, like, is just centuries and centuries old, um, mm-hmm. it, uh, that's appealing to me, and I know it is to you, too, Suze, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. also fun to just, like, through the lenses we so often do now, um, through the lens of just how reality is for us right now. Um, and COVID certainly adds something to that. <laughs> <This whole> situation. <laughs> you, you look at these stories and like, you just are like, what the fuck is it? Like, absolutely not. What? 
how is this okay? Like, really? How is, yeah, how is okay? this okay? No. And, yeah, and you know, you know, you know that, like, you understand it because you've, like, read a history book before or been on the planet for eight minutes. But, like, it's still, it's, sometimes it's so jarring. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I've been ranting about it to my friends. So now it's time for <laughs> the good people of the, the Radio for Humans to have Where the rubber it. hits the road on Radio for Humans. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I'm going to be talking about how social services should have stepped in because yeah. I used to work in social services and, and refer different social service agencies. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking at my bookshelf right here. I've got the Hans Christian Anderson. I've oh, got goodness. the Grimm. And then I've got other sources that I respect more that are before those. So yeah, yeah I'm not going to lay on Disney heavily, but we do have some Disney uh, radio. So yeah, there was some. We do there, have some yeah. radio made yeah. for radio. So well, and Disney might, radio like Disney. <laughs> Disney does a Disney does a decent job with the fairy no, tales. No, like a thirties. I mean, yeah, no, I just yeah. mean like in general. Like there are some really mm-hmm. good. There's a lot of really good work there. Like I'm not like a huge, you know, I'm not going to like die on the yeah. hill of defending Disney. They're doing fine on their own. No. But like yeah, <laughs> they do they do good work. I mean, some of this stuff. Now there is something that like I don't think it'll ever come up in the like the context of this show, but like I'm not going to you're going to hear about it because I'm like not mm-hmm. going to be able to stop talking about it. Randomly, I was looking through movies on Showtime, and they produced in 2018 a live-action movie called *The Little Mermaid*. And I, oh. I thought, no, oh, no, I, no, I think I watched that. I think I it's watched that. Bold. I, don't know, no. I saw the first five minutes, and then I was like, I got to make dinner, um, mm-hmm. and ended up just watching *iCarly* because that's what I'm like. But like, I read the Wikipedia page about it, and I'm like, I know that this movie is going to change my life, and I'm really pumped about it. <laughs> You're gonna have to tell me what the the what it's called. But it, when you say it's live action, is it live actresses? Yeah, it's like, like Shirley MacLaine is in it. I think I watched that. I yeah, don't know. it's like Gina Gershon. It, just, it looks fascinating, and I'm like, oh my god, this is not what I thought it would be, and I yeah. need to focus yeah. on this when I have the time. Well, I I yeah. I, I just want to say I really appreciate the work that you guys put into doing this. Uh, you know, I I know we kind of were like we've done so much work for for tonight and for this podcast and everything to get here. All of us have kind of collectively thrown in and done a lot of stuff for tonight to make it special and fun. You know. And uh, because, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. It, it sucks. This is our favorite. You know, Susan was saying earlier, this is going to be the worst Halloween ever. And I'm like, no, honey, it is not. We are going to have fun on air. We've got a lot of stuff to go through. Uh, and everybody contributed tonight. It was great starting off again. Paul, thank you again for, for setting up War of the Worlds and um, making it that much easier for me to be entertained while I was getting ready to get my shit together to come on air and uh, provide a bunch of fun for everybody. So that was, that was fantastic, Paul. My pleasure. And uh, you know, I know this, this is a special day for, for everybody. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I think everybody who listens to the show, there's not like one person who's not, who's like, well, I mean, Joe has made it known. He hates Halloween, <laughs> uh, but, no, he does. but he likes monster movies and stuff like that. Yeah. On last night's show, he, he was like, you know, I don't like children and I don't like Halloween. <laughs> wow. It was funny. Wow. It was really funny. Well, he's a grumpy old man. It's fine. Oh, he, he can, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, let Joe, d- Joe do Joe. But Michelle, so, yeah, well, 
I mean, as you can ahead. see by the pictures I've been posting, Halloween is not one of my favorite holidays. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but my, I, my wife was involved in a car accident that mm-hmm. messed up her knee pretty badly. And uh, Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Surgeries. And, uh, and of course, we lost our little furball on yeah. Halloween. So, yeah, Halloween isn't really my favorite of favorite of days, but that's understandable. You don't get, you don't get any kids around here anyway. So, but at least the history, the American history of Halloween and War on the War of the Worlds, and you know the original fake news. You know, <laughs> uh, you know. I, I mean, that's something to uh, you know. That's something to to be remembered that so many people were fooled to thinking there was a, a goddamn Martian invasion. But actually the thing is that show wasn't really that popular. You know, it's yeah. not that many people heard it, but, but, but there, there were communities. Wasn't, there, there, wasn't there were over it, but yeah. it wasn't like it was a highly rated show. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, no, I appreciate that. That was a good setup for tonight. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have Halloween on, uh, on, you know, Radio for Humans any other way, since, you know, you obviously provided that uh, for our prior network, uh, Indie Media Weekly. Um, But, yeah, so, Michelle, of course, we know what a special day this is for you. And uh, I value your uh, insight, knowledge, and recommendations of films because you've never steered me wrong. I know (laughs) the thing is, and I'll say this, Michelle and I, our tastes in, in horror films... It's identical, and I'm so happy to have met you, Michelle. <laughs> I'm so right <laughs> now, but uh, I'm happy to actually, you know, give that. You know, this is this is a special day for Miles and myself. Yes. So you know, 20, twenty-three years this year. They wow. beat us. What are we on? 20, 22? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We'll catch up with them one day. We got married in so, <laughs> one but, day. <laughs> but Michelle, Michelle, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean that seriously because Susan, Susan does not like a lot of the horror movies I like, and I, I can tell Miles doesn't really like no, a lot of the horror movies you scary. like. So it's so okay, awesome. Sure. I don't really care that much for the horror it, movies. It's so, so yeah. awesome that that we can share that, you know. And I'm so happy, you know, that when you know. Uh, that uh, and I swear to God that uh, In Search of Darkness uh, documentary series is just amazing. Uh, do you think you're going to mm-hmm. buy that uh, that second uh, installment? I already have. You it's did? On, did? It's on. Yes. <laughs> oh, awesome. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe early Christmas present, sweetie. It's only available. Well, actually, no. It's only available. I, 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 what again? I wait, saw wait, the original. Yeah, I'll talk to you about it later, honey. It's not that important. Okay. Go ahead, I mean, it's Michelle. November in a few hours, so it really is. Yeah, and but, I haven't done any of my Christmas shopping. Well, I'll, I'll talk. We'll talk about it later. But Michelle, what were you uh, finish up on that, and then we'll get to some more trailers. I said I, I've seen the original, so I, I I want I want this. So I I got both. I got the I got the uh, the new one, mm-hmm. and I got the actor's credit, not. Uh, the credit, but not the producer's producer. Credit. Oh, okay, gotcha, so. gotcha. Yeah, uh, and they, I bought yeah. the I bought the uh, the additional CD for the mm-hmm. first edition. Oh, good. So. so yeah, just so everybody knows what we're talking about, there's uh, on Amazon. Uh, is it on Shutter? The the first one. 
it's basically it's it's over on Amazon. You can find it. Just look for "In Search of Darkness," and it goes through a whole bunch of great classic horror films from the '80s. And Susan even watched some of it. Was kind of entertaining because it had you know like Night of the Comet and stuff like that. Yeah, like on the. But I just watched, uh, uh, Michelle, before we get back to the trailers, I just watched Maniac Cop the other day. <laughs> oh, I forgot I forgot Bruce Campbell was in that. <laughs> yeah, but it's still horrible. <laughs> it, it is, but it isn't. I mean, it's it's got that, like, you know, yeah, there is a, kind of a racist part in it, but it's got that great, like, pre-9-11 New York City gritty vibe. Um and in the cast is great because oh gosh what's that uh, well yeah anyway I don't want to uh, Richard Roundtree's in Richard it right Brown. it's like Chopping yeah. Mall but with cops yeah Copping Mall <laughs> so <laughs> but anyway uh, let's let's play uh, uh, at least a few more of these trailers uh, Michelle uh, what do you want to uh, talk about next uh, movie wise Ooh, I am torn. Uh, let's do Fright Night, just because right. that's a fun vampire movie. Well, this is a relatively short trailer, but Fright Night from 1985. What would you do if you accidentally discovered the house next door was occupied by something not human? Something horrifying. Something unspeakably evil. No one believes you. Mom, I didn't have a nightmare. Not your mom. They did kill a girl over there. Not your girlfriend. Charlie, is this some sort of a trick to get me back? Not even the police. Look, I know it's crazy. I know that, but look, Lieutenant! It knows that you know. You'll do anything to protect yourself. But it will do anything to protect its secret. scared this could be the night of your life oh what a classic trailer i love that this could be the night of your life this could be the night of all of our lives right now um but uh yeah. he was he was i just watched that not that long ago but um yeah go ahead and uh discuss this a little bit uh i'll be back in like a minute so but go ahead michelle take it away all right, Rodney McDowell, and um, <laughs> it's just a fun, it's a fun thing. You got you got a kid that's um, with a single mother. They moved into a house next to somebody that he thinks is a vampire. What can go wrong? I mean, anything. <laughs> yeah, because sounds like frightening. Sounds like Fright Night. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I watched so, that when I, I was a teenager. It was scary as hell. Yeah. So I actually have the movie poster in my um, my game room. So um, it's one of the mo few original movie posters I have. Um, but 
can you imagine, you know, and you have to go, to, you know, your friends aren't believing you. You have to go to a retiring B-movie actor that's playing a horror movie host to try to get help. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yep. Now, I can see Elvira covering your because she kicks ass, but really? <laughs> sure. That's so funny. That's so yeah, I, I, I love I love Roddy McDowell though. He's just he's an amazing actor and this is um one of the last movies that I really saw him prominently in, so it's one of the movies I really enjoy watching. Well that's that's good. I mean I just keep thinking now about how there should be like a Elvira as like a counselor program <laughs> no i think i love it i think it's a great idea like like how john taffer had a short-lived um wedding counselor show like that somehow was unrelated to bar rescue and it just mm. blows my mind but i would actually mm. trust elvira's advice i think i i would too actually <laughs> yeah well. i mean she's got she's got good critical thinkers she's got common sense unlike hansel and gretel um you know, maybe if Elvira had intervened, that whole situation would never have even occurred. Well, she probably would have because Elvira is a, a great liberal, too. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> Cassandra Peterson, of course, uh, oft heard on the Stephanie Miller show. But yeah, uh, no, th this is uh, I love this movie and I love the again in search of darkness, like had a very nice uh, little feature about what it went into that movie. And um, in the guy in the costume, <laughs> uh, talking about how he had to learn how to walk in it and everything like that. That it was it was really neat. The guy in the uh, creature from the Black Lagoon type costume, because uh, that was a hell of a design for a practical effect, Michelle, and it still holds up to this day. Yeah, the fact that Christopher Sarandon played the vampire. I mean, you know, he was evil and smarmy and. Yeah. And hot yeah. at the same time. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh but no, that that was that it, it's a truly a fun movie. It, Suze, have you seen Fright Night? You saw you've seen that before, right? Yeah, it came out in 1985 to the Timonium Maryland uh theater to see it. Oh, you and your brother went to see it. Where they were like Yeah, they were like, yeah, if you want to go see a movie, walk to it. Like, oh, so, that's that's pretty awesome. My, that's where my grandparents live. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, Michelle, uh, were you aware of the phase of the moon tonight? It's supposed to be full, right? Yeah, it's, uh, I think a, it's blue moon? a blue and full moon. So. And yeah. Susan? What were you saying? I was going to say, uh, that's another reason why 2020 was supposed to be the chosen one. You know, because we chosen got a blue one. moon on Halloween. So. That's Which a, is Saturday. a Saturday. Yeah. Why? I threatened to self my, or set myself on fire if I couldn't have a real Halloween yeah, I wouldn't do this that. year. And now you, I feel like I don't have to because this has been a real nice Halloween. And it, it fills the gap that I would have had from. 
not well, being yeah. able to be out out in the boot. Out in the boot, yeah. Out so, in the boot. Sorry that uh, Phil is also joining the program, guys. And we had over sixty kids here. There you go. Oh, really? Wow. Very cool. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, um, we just turned off our lights. It's the first year in fifteen years. Years we've turned off. Yeah, it's sad, but you know, uh, I mean, it's it's for the best. Um, but uh, yeah, we yes. were very safe. We were very safe, though. Oh, I'm sure you oh, were. You told me you? the whole setup. Oh, okay. So, well, Michelle, if if you'd like to talk about that, you know, uh, I could jump right into another trailer. But if you want to tell everybody how you handled it, I thought it was pretty brilliant what you did this year. Okay, we can do it really quick. We put a table out in front uh, in our driveway, and we put tombstones to prevent people from coming past the table. And then we set little. <laughs> this was my niece's idea, Bridget. Mm -hmm. She, we took the, the the bones we have from our skeletons, and we set up skeleton bones and then feet. So each feet skeleton bones would represent the six feet. So the kids nice. come up. You know, and go back. They didn't respect that six feet, but they couldn't get past the tombstones to get too close to us. So yeah. we had, and we had a fan that was going perpendicular to uh, the table. So yeah. it prevent it made a wind tunnel. Mm -hmm. So we were safe. Hmm. And you, you, uh, you, they, you, uh, uh, your niece gave out the candy with uh, grabber sticks, right? Yeah, the grabber sticks. Yep. So and the bag candy. Hand off the candy to the kids. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And I heard you had nothing but after dinner mints and butterscotch and peach cobbler mm -hmm. for the kids, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, those after dinner mints all year. Yeah. So and don't worry for anybody who missed the robots the first time around. I'll, I'll play them after the show is done and uh, and get uh, set up with our old time radio uh, after midnight. Um, but yeah, so uh, Michelle, where would you like to go next, film wise? Can we do the craft? Absolutely. Oh, nice. Oh, that is a good one. From Getting this old millennial, all excited. <laughs> From 1996, The Craft. To the other kids at St. Bernard Academy, they were the girls who didn't belong. Whatever you do, stay away from them. Why? They're witches. But after years of being on the outside... Why'd you lie about me? I don't want to go out with you again. Please, stop begging. It's pathetic. Four girls are about to discover the dark side. Have you ever heard of invoking the spirit? Black magic. We can make things happen. I mean, this is it. This is real. Columbia Pictures welcomes you to the witching hour. Her spell is working. Sit. <laughs> I 
Watch out for those weirdos. <laughs> we are the weirdos, mister. What is that song? Why can't I figure out what that song is? That's is that a how mo- soon is now by the Smiths, duh. That's the Smith. It's a cover of the Smiths. Yeah, wow. it's a cover. But... Wow, you just said duh. duh? <laughs> I was Sorry. worried we couldn't play that because of the music. Uh, I've I, I, in trailers. I don't oh. worry. In, in trailers, I don't worry about uh, music because it's already you know it's. It's basically like free promotion for somebody to go watch a movie, and there's like talking over the songs and stuff like that. So, I think trailers are you're basically playing a commercial for something, and they've already like paid for to use it and and such. So I don't know. It's not anything I I worry about too much. You shut you- your mouth. How can you say? I go about things the wrong way. Duh. I'm human. Yeah. I need to be loved, just like everyone else does. But yeah, well, let's let, let's get Paul in here on that too, because well, yeah. Paul, um, uh, uh, yeah, I mean that that's an interesting thing Michelle brought up about uh, playing a trailer that has a piece of music in it. I I think it it's probably under fair use. Uh, I I think that'd be a real dick move for somebody to come after somebody for playing a movie trailer. Well, I was actually listening to a uh, what was it um. I don't know. I I I remember some movies or something like that, or soundtracks where they couldn't um, have the entire soundtrack on on a CD because certain songs weren't allowed to be played or something. Yeah. I don't remember specifically which ones, but uh, it it it's too late in the day. It what? Damn, it's eleven thirty already. Oh yeah, I know. We're getting, I know we're getting another hour tonight, but this is way past my bedtime. Oh no, Paul! I, I appreciate <laughs> you hanging out as long as, as I told you uh, when we when we uh, set this up. You you come and go as you please tonight. So oh, yeah, well that's why I, I muted. I'm still listening, but I muted because I'm coughing and yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. I hear it's you, brother. A coffee day with the um, the heat turned on. For the first time. Yeah, well, yeah. What well, no part of it also is that this is just my. Uh, my medication, you know, yeah. it says it causes a dry cough, and that's what I got. Oh, and gotcha. yeah, it is dry in here, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The dry heat. It, 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 it's perfect. It. Um, it's perfect. Shock the cat weather. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Snap. It's coming. Snap. Yeah. Um. One of my. One of the tests I do for my job is I, you know, do um, static discharge tests. And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm hit, I'm hitting things with the uh, fifteen thousand volts. Sure, it's fun because sometimes mm-hmm. it kills. It. <laughs> <laughs> it kills you know, it, it's not supposed to, but uh, sometimes it does. Mm-hmm. But that's what that's what I'm doing the test for. Gotcha. To make sure it doesn't happen. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, like I said, I appreciate uh, you hanging out as long as you can with us tonight, and uh, I appreciate you kicking things off for us. But back to the craft uh, from 1996. I think I have seen this, but it was probably like in 1998 when I Susan and I still lived in Kent or something. Um, mm. But uh, it's been a very long time, so... Uh, Michelle, uh, give us a little bit of, uh, your insight to the craft and then we'll, we'll, uh, pivot to Zelda and get some of her thoughts on it. 
like about this movie is it's about a group, group of girls. They're outcasts. And they're trying to find some way to fit in. Um, yeah, they, they don't all have the same moral compass that people would think. But, you know, they're, they, one is a, a victim of really severe burns. One is a girl that's been ostracized most of her life because, you know, she, they, you know, her, her body issues. And another is a girl that, you know, they, people think they're, uh, you know, she's, she's loose because she's different and then a fourth girl comes in there and she's also trying to find her own way in society so they they form a group and they become witches they become powers unfortunately the powers tend to corrupt some of them and the bad consequences happen it's a very cool story actually i just recently bought the uh the craft the legacy which is the sequel to this yeah when did it that come out released, actually just released like today or tomorrow uh oh yeah before, uh, yesterday oh so, yeah i've been seeing I, ads for that i've been seeing ads on yeah. facebook so um i have not fully watched it because i got distracted with trick-or-treaters tonight and all that stuff so but um it's a really cool a really cool story I love it. Very good. Very good. Um, uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, if if everybody can hang in there, I know we're kind of off schedule here uh, with everything, but we'll, we're going to go till midnight. Uh, and whoever is here is here. Um, and we get an extra hour tonight, everybody. And that's going to be a real relief to me as I'm doing all the podcast shit I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I trailers so i'm here for a while <laughs> yeah you, all right yeah so you you've got more trailers so all right i appreciate you sticking around for that and i know you're kind of one of our night owls and i admire that about you as well so uh i'll tell you what let's go ahead and um play uh a couple new pieces from uh the spectacular sounds of Halloween from uh, Kill the Hippies and, of course, Phoenician Microsystems. Uh, this one, I think, is more of an ambient piece, uh, but it is called Satanic Memories. I'm so looking forward to hearing this. Will they be able to talk about the craft later? Oh no! I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, I for I yeah. yeah. Okay, I apologize. Yeah, let's let's do that real quick uh, before we go to the oh. break. I apologize because I set that up and I totally flaked out. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just looked at the time and I was like, oh, look at the time. But yeah, Zelda, go ahead. Give us your thoughts on the on the craft, and then we'll uh, I'll get the break set up here. Well, as um, a, a person who came of age in the '90s, I guess I've been waiting all this time to be asked to talk about the craft. All this time. Um, and so I almost exciting. fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm just joking. Um, I know. I know. So I remember when this came out, it was like you had, I was probably, what ta What year was it, Michelle, did you say? 96? 98 or 96? 96. So yeah, I was like 14 or so. And um, it was like you had to go see that movie, and it was it was kind of like with Scream, like you had to, and it was Nev Campbell in it, and we were all still like Party of Five had recently been on, you know, there was like a special yeah, window in the '90s as a teenage girl, which is you know what I was, and um, 
So of course I had to go see it and I, I liked it a lot, but I remember one thing that drove me like effing nuts, like absolute baddie during the movie at the theater was I recognized the person who's generally the villain uh, of it. And I'm like, who is this bitch? Like, oh, I know her. And it was Feruza Balk. And the reason I remembered yeah, her was yeah. because she was Dorothy she in one of the most terrifying movies of my lifetime, which my I like her to us. Yeah. I love that movie, but it's absolutely frightening. And anyway, so that drove me crazy. And you couldn't like pull out your iPhone in 1996 and Google that shit, you know? So it did distract me a little bit. But what I like about that movie is it does a pretty good job without being patronizing to teenage girls, as so many things are, um, that of showing like that kind of pressures and how we respond to them. Uh, yes. Um, especially in that time period and like the different issues that you're going through. And it, I, I watched it recently and I was like, wow, this is like more so than Heather's, which was a really like absurd take on that stuff. Like really, oh, and I, I like oh, Heather's. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of that movie, but it's, it's a, an absurdist take on it. And the craft, as silly as it sounds to say this about this like teenage sort of horror-ish genre flick, it's it's a really really good window into what those girls were allegedly going through. You know, kind of what you imagine. And and yes. I was that age, so it was. I was like, I could see this. Oh yeah, Skeet Ulrich is always messing shit up. The way that <laughs> the boys talk about and treat the girls and how the girls react and respond to it, um, not always in a good way. Um, it it was just it strikes me as so relevant still in that way. And like, it's incredible because people throw that movie into the garbage a lot. They're like, Oh, it's just a silly movie, whatever. And it's not, it's actually pretty clever. And, yeah. um, I'm, I'm glad that you picked that one, Michelle. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the Lee girl, how she was treated by the yeah. one guy, who's like, yeah. you know, and how he talked about her afterwards. It's like, Oh, fuck yeah. you dude. Yeah. You know, <laughs> A surprising, a surprising movie that's sort of similar that way in the character transition for one of the leads is Jawbreaker, which is a yeah, movie. I remember that one too. But one of the characters in that has a sort of a like I guess lower rent version of that um, evolution, and it's mm. um, it's interesting. So, I did yeah, like Jawbreaker. The way that they break away from it, yeah. I did like Jawbreaker, but Susan, uh, I, I'm sorry, you probably want to say something about the craft too. You're right. It's like you know me or something. <clears throat> it's like awesome. I figured out what. It's like I remembered uh, what I my goal was, and then I got distracted by the clock. Whatever. It's I'd Halloween. Already, I'd it's already Halloween. lived that like life. It was so funny because that came out in '96, and I'd already lived that in like '93. One of your friends that we became friends with later was like, "That's why I never talked to you because I thought you and your friends were witches." It's like, <laughs> fuck. Martin told you that. Who? Martin. Martin. Daryl Martin. Oh, Daryl Martin said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. And like his friend, his friend was always like, "You're witches, you're witches," and I'd be like, "Don't make me curse you, asshole." So my, me and my roommates all had tarot decks when we moved in together. Oh well, that happened. I had runes and cartouche uh, when yeah, I was a teenager. It's because you're cool. You're a cool guy. You're not Thank a, you. I embrace my honky Norse roots. Yeah. But anyway. And I like um, Egypt stuff. <laughs> yeah, and he's... You're a very tall Viking. Very tall Viking. Yes. But yeah, I'd already very gone much. through that in, in, 
in high in college. So it's like well, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I did like the movie. Just remember, being called a witch just meant you were a strong, capable woman. And fuck them for doing anything like that to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it, I it happened all the time on a regular basis. Also, the, the, the thing about the um, the one Feruza Balk, I'm going to say her name all wrong. No, you said um, it right. Feruza Balk. That's she her name. was accused of, uh, of all the sexuality she didn't do was hysterical, like... I had a friend of mine come to me and go, oh, that guy, he, he had sex. I'm like, no. Like, wow. I had no idea. Like, people were bragging about me behind my back. And I'm like, uh, that's creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that, yeah. oh, that happened I in Lovecraft I, Country. Yeah. You're like, ah, I had no idea. I had no uh-huh. idea. That this is all these people. Who knew? Yeah. But yeah, that's just what Zelda was saying. That's that's it is re- it is something real that happens, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, but. and he's uh, against us all the time. Yeah. Well, I you know that's good. You know what? I'll tell you what. I I want to cast the three of you in a, a in a, <laughs> an update of the craft. Um, oh my god! Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. So. We need a four. We need four. Uh, well, I nominate uh, Caitlin, Chris, or Heather. Whoever, whoever jumps. Oh, well, uh, Heather's in the chat. Across. I mean. So there we go. Well, so. Uh, she wants to. <laughs> Heather, you're in the movie with us. Four. All right, there Yay! it is. Yeah. Come on, folks. Come on. Come on, Come on folks. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> Holy mackerel. <laughs> I still have to get holy mackerel. I'm so it's irritated so with funny. myself. Funny, I finally saw the actual video yeah. of it, Kenny, and I died because he does the cross. And yeah, like- yeah, yeah. He crosses himself, says holy mackerel. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, all right. So we're gonna bar. We're gonna beg, borrow, and steal from our other show, uh, uh, Geeky Gals and Guys, and play a heavy metal bumper. Yay! And we're gonna go to the break right now. We're gonna go to the break. It's kind of a hybrid show, really. It's turn up the night. It's it, you know turn up the nights on Friday. Geeky gals and guys is on Sunday. This is Halloween Saturday. We're kind of making Ooh. a golem of a podcast for everyone. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that's too bad. What a cool time! Alive, it's alive. It's alive. It is, and all right, as promised. From the Phoenician Microsystems, uh, spectacular sounds of Halloween or whatever the hell they It's so long, I don't remember the name. But yeah, so uh, from Kill the Hippies, uh, we're going to have satanic memories.
Turn back, Sarah. Turn back before it's too late. Whether your name is Sarah or not, you have stumbled across Radio for Humans, and I am Michelle from Geeky Gals and Guys. Beyond the Goblin Town, into the Goblin Castle. And yes, it's already too late. What a horrible place this is! It's not fair! That's right! It's not fair! <laughs> <laughs> Boys and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. This is Paul B., and I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes. It's Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. <laughs> and every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. <laughs> You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank. Only on Radio for Humans. Radioforhumans.com. I couldn't resist myself. <laughs> oh, Corbin. He's such oh, a bastard. Oh, <laughs> I'm telling you what. That, that sin of a gun. None of them. Nothing but trouble. All right. We are all back here on the program. And, of course, uh, Paul. Uh, I just played the promo for Paul's Memory Bank. Um, you want to give a plug for what the kids can expect to hear on Monday? Might be away. I'm not sure. Alright. Well, let's try it again. Okay. Oh, oh, alright. There you go. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna continue with our triple play. I got um my, our Miss Brooks, my favorite husband, and we continue with our uh twenty part uh Superman. I think we're in the middle now, so uh Damn that's about it. We just we just keep going. All right, so I, I got to ask: When Superman raps, where do you go from there? 
you know how long it's gonna take for Superman to rap? You said you're I don't think. Oh, oh, oh no! I, I thought you meant you were. Ha- oh, you're halfway through a twenty parter. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're halfway through I mean, the series. we're only we're only in 1941. There's quite a few more years to go. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I guess I wasn't thinking. Yeah, because you've only been doing this for a, a couple months, a few months. Um, Although, quite honestly, if Superman did rap, I would probably go for an entire um, Gail Gordon night because he's already in in um, our Miss Brooks as the principal, and he's in My Favorite Husband as George's boss. Ah. So we could probably do something like um, Flash Gordon because he was Flash Gordon. Oh, at one see? Time. So now, we could have an all yeah. Gordon night. There we go. There we go. <laughs> but no, uh, Superman's going to be going for quite a long time. All right. Very good. All right. Well, uh, welcome back to everybody else. Of course, uh, Zelda and Susan, congratulations on the, the new podcast, uh, Fairy Lights for Fairy Nights. Thank you. Thank you for all of like your work. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Kenny. I didn't know you I, had I, not listened to I, our honestly. Yeah, I, I seriously, I, I didn't listen uh, to the the fairy tale in its entirety or your guys' conversation afterwards because I kind of, you know, it's like I was like, okay, you're cool with this for the discussion after. I listened to the pre-discussion and all that because that was very, you know, that was pretty short. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it, it was really cool. It was really fun, and you guys were really funny. So. Uh, you know, I'm look, looking forward to it. We're working at the kinks and, uh, next one is going to be a bazillion times better because you guys got a, got a groove that you're settling into and I, I dig it. It's going to be a fantastic addition to the network. Oh, thank you. I no, promise right. you guys, I'm going to try to get that disgusted reaction out of Sue's every time. The one that I got from saying that the house was probably covered in bird shit. The, oh, yeah. well, I, I, I posted in the chat room when when that happened. Uh, but Duncan Hines now with extra purines because it, it, if anybody yeah, doesn't, I already, yeah, I was already eating the bird the the house in my mind till I realized you said there was bird shit on it. Well, yeah, yeah. and, and just the, the the purines thing. Basically, I I have um. I, Yes, I have gout, and I've done research on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, purines cause the crystal buildup in, uh, you know, uh, in you know a gout flare up. Mm-hmm. And purines are also it's like it's like that's all bird shit is is purines. It's all it is. All <laughs> yeah, it is. it's like all. Purines. Oh man, that and like gefilte fish. So how weird is that? Well, yeah, I don't know about gefilte fish, but yeah, I mean. Well, yeah, fish in general is, you know... Well, I I only know that, Kenny. Everything I know about the gout is either from you or that episode of King of the Hill where Bobby gets it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, he ain't got felt of it. Which is one of the best things ever aired on television. Yeah, shellfish. Shellfish. Shellfish That show in general is really funny, but that episode (laughs) is really great because Bobby ends up with a little rascal scooter because of... I'm not. I'm so sorry, Kenny. No. I don't. I'm not. No, to it's okay. We are running out of time, though. We are running. Yeah. Out all right. Of time, done. I'll talk to you about it later, soon. We're 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 probably gonna go overtime. Uh, if if everybody's okay with that. Uh, uh, and uh, and we have uh, uh my three favorite uh old time radio horror uh shows mm. lined up after we go off the air. So, mm. uh, which will be fun. Oh, but uh, Michelle, uh, we gotta we gotta get back to some trailers here. No. Yeah, can we do the legacy? Because I just love the legacy. 
It has Sam Elliott in it. So, Ooh. yes. A young Sam Elliott from 1978. I did not know that. Mm. Oh, and this this guy right here. Yeah, I have a deep rich voice, but let me tell you, I got I got voice. I got voice envy of Sam Elliott. I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you right now. So, uh, but uh, and he voiced a Biden ad recently. But I'm sorry, Michelle, I kind of cut you mm-hmm. off. What were you saying? I love Sam Elliott. And I own this poster. I love this movie. All right, The Legacy, mm-hmm. 1978. Jason Mount Olive is a man with many friends. Jason will give you such wealth. To each he has given anything. He will fulfill every whim. And everything. Every fancy. They've ever desired. Every dream. Trust, Jason. Now they've been reunited for one last time. (laughs) Each to receive one last gift. The legacy. When he calls us, we come. Ah, It's me! It's me! I'm the one! To you, I bequeath my power, my knowledge. Who is it? Six have come to claim his inheritance. Five discover the lifeless body. Four watch in horror as another dies. Then there were three. Then two. But only one can receive the legacy. Catherine Ross. Sam Elliott. And Roger Daltrey. The legacy. Roger Daltrey. The birthright of living death. <laughs> Roger yeah, Daltrey's in that movie. Who knew? Roger Daltrey, knew? singer of The Who. We won't yeah, get yeah, fooled we'll again. No, no. Sorry. I haven't seen it. I've never seen it. Mm. God, you have to see this movie. It's fun. It's got I like do now. crap in it. So it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, oh, oh. Speaking of Satanism, real quick before we go any further, I, I played, uh, I played. The, oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait. I, I had some Satan shit for you. Wait, wait. Speaking of um, Satanism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, we uh, on the break we heard from the uh, spectacular sounds of a Halloween volume five from Phoenician Microsystems. Of course, my good friend Mort and Misty uh, put this together from Kill the Hippies. Um, I played their rendition of uh, a little thing called Satanic Memories, which I hope you all enjoyed. And after that, I also played another song that's by uh, uh, Peter Gario. No, Peter Gario. Their name is spelled really weird. Peter Gario, I think is how to say it. Uh, they had a song called uh, from the same uh, from the brand new album uh, called "Witches Never Existed." So that mm-hmm. was the that was the kind of mellow song that I played after that. Uh, but yeah, so Michelle, I have to see this. I absolutely have to see this movie, "The Legacy" from 1978, Sam Elliott and Roger Daltrey <laughs> <laughs> together at last. It's it's an amazing movie. It's it's under it's. Nobody has really seen it. Well, at least nobody of our age or your age or 
I'm our sorry, edge, I'm feeling you really and me. Right now. <laughs> no, that's okay. We're, we're we're having fun. This is our Halloween party. That's and... better than pieces and watermelon. Yeah, pieces. <laughs> 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 watermelon it is an amazing movie about a girl and her husband or, and they're drawn to this ancient estate yeah and then all mayhem ensues yeah nice yeah so I I, I mean seriously and, and Roger Daltrey I was like no shit <laughs> so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A lot when I saw this. I'm like, really? This Roger Daltrey? Why? <laughs> Roger Daltrey well, was in it? Was he, get, was he getting he some beds? Back. Was he getting some beds? Uh, there's I don't a, think uh, he was getting his credit there. Well, no, I, I, uh, uh, there, there's a funny comic strip about Roger Daltrey going out and getting birds, which birds are, are, birds. are girls in uh, girls, like women in, girls. in England. They pull them. Like Gonna get some beds. A drink. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry for the bad English accent. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I cannot wait to see this, Michelle. Continue. It's an amazing poster, but it also it, one of the primary stars in this movie is the cat. Oh, it's a bicolored cat. The cat has one green eye and one blue eye. Oh, it's amazing. That that might have been the kitty and the robots, so the new robots Halloween special. Mm. Fine looking cat. Um, yeah, I, I the poster. It's in my hallway. I love it to death. So there you right. go. Well, very good. Well, now I got my homework. I'm watching this thing. I'm watching this sucker. I've never um, seen it either. I want to watch it. Yeah, I mean Sam Sam Elliott and Roger Daltrey. Why? I mean this this should be as American as apple pie. Everybody should know this movie. Although Roger Daltrey is not very American, so, but we love the Who. One of the actors in there—oh God, I can't remember his name. He's an older actor. He was actually in *The Beast Must Die*. Um, oh. The guy with the gray hair. Um, Ooh, nah. Yeah, he's a British actor. Well, oh, we'll I can't remember his name. It's okay, I'll I'll look it up. I'll look. What's that? You will love him. He's a, he's he's a really cool actor. So, all right, uh, you want you want me to pick a new uh, uh, trailer for you? Uh yeah. From, uh, there's a bunch. Of, I still have cast uh, a deadly spell. The Last Boys, Vampires, 1998. John Carpenter, correct? Oh my God, The Last Boys. Yes. Oh, oh, Zelda expressed the. Oh, yeah, do Last Boys. All right, yeah. Yeah, do Lost Boys. All right. Uh, Oh, do them, you say. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) It's funny. Michael and Sam have just moved to Santa Carla, California. They're about to discover its secret. Notice anything unusual about Santa Carla yet? No, it's a pretty cool place. If you're a Martian. Or a vampire. Back on the body man. When you scream. So where are you? The flying nun? I'm your brother, Sammy. Help me! 
Stay back! Stay back! What's happening to me, Star? Get yourself a good, sharp stick. Drive it right through his heart. You're a vampire, Michael! My own brother, a damn blood-sucking vampire! Oh, you wait till Mom finds out, buddy! When a vampire buys it, it's never a pretty sight. Michael, they're coming! All right. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, I am so happy that uh, this movie was featured pretty prominently, and Alex Winter was also uh, featured pretty prominently in that uh, uh, In Search of Darkness, uh, the the first uh, documentary mm-hmm. uh, yes. that Michelle and I watched. Of course, Alex Winter is awesome because, you know, of course, he's uh, what? He's Ted in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Um, and he all, I don't know if anybody's ever seen this. Um, he did a short film that used to be shown on night flight back in the day called the squeal of death, which was this really crazy, funny movie. And if I'll, I'll try and find it and share it with everybody, but yeah, Michelle, great pick. And, uh, I don't want to talk anymore about this. Uh, so I'll, I'll pass it off to you and Susan Zelda obviously can chime in on this movie. Okay, um, Echo of Lost Boys was a big thing for me because I was actually in the uh, working at the at the theaters when this came out, and uh, I had to fight for this movie poster. Technically, <laughs> when movie posters come out, you're supposed to destroy them, <laughs> but uh, I wanted this movie poster so bad, and I got it. It's in my living room now, as we speak. So. Very cool. Nice. Very cool. And, 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 and yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was an it was an adult. It was an, a vampire movie about uh, teenagers before they became sparkly. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. They were just kind of sweaty. These guys only became sparkly when they died. Yeah. So, like one of my favorite things about this movie is that Billy Worth is in it. Um, and Billy Worth was also in the original run of the show American Gladiators. Do you guys remember that? I remember <laughs> American Gladiator. Yeah, Billy absolutely. Worth. Yeah, like it was just such a, a, an excellent, like, I loved that show because it was just so silly. It's like now we have American Ninja Warrior or whatever, and the original yeah. Ninja Warrior from Japan, but it's just like, I remember um, the first time I saw The Lost Boys watching it and being like, wait a minute. Because at one point, American Gladiators was rerunning on like ESPN or something, and my ex mm-hmm. and I would watch it, and it was so fun. And we were like, really, really like championed this one guy. We were like, this guy's like a, an elf. He's like Legolas running around. He's like indestructible. He's so amazing. And I'm like, he looks really familiar. And then we just happened to watch The Lost Boys again. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's him. Oh my God, it's Billy fucking Worth. Like, that's him. Mm-hmm. You're and like, um, it like, just pleased no, uh, me so much. You're like uh, that that uh, that meme of uh, what's his name, uh, DiCaprio pointing at the TV screen with a beer in his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I was exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that meme is actually based on me. It's a real life thing from 2005. <laughs> oh, where I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> no, Adam and I were like, "Oh my god, it's Billy Worth." We actually talked about this at the comic book shop where I worked. 
where yeah. I met Susan Kenny. Like this happened that I was mm-hmm. going on and on about it. Like I discovered this thing that happened and they're like, you watch American Gladiators on purpose. And I'm like, hey, I used I'm not going to gonna watch be judged that by show. you, I Mad used, John. I used to watch that show every night. It was on, I think it was on like, like Friday or Saturday nights or something like that. It, it, mm-hmm. I, I think maybe when like wrestling kind of was a little passe, they replaced that or something. I don't remember. Or maybe it was in the afternoon in syndication or something. I don't remember. But no, the jousting and the running across, the spinning thing. Oh my god! And, and like the all that. The one where they're firing the ball and you have to like run through the obstacle course and the gladiators who are terrifying are like firing ping pong balls at you. Yeah. Hmm. It was a but fun reality show. We there for, I mean, be it, it was honest to God. It was probably about the best you could do in reality TV because those people were like physically fit and just having fun, and it was wacky. It was kind of like a grown-up version of like Double Dare or something, you know? Um, uh, you know that where uh, you guys remember Double Dare from? Uh, yeah. Yeah, from Nickelodeon. You know. Oh yeah. Oh, I got slime. No, second I reference to Nickelodeon tonight, and I'm the baby of this group. And so, so many I'm Bed Bath and Beyond references. It's not even. I know three that four now, now so. but yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot there was one in the podcast too, like <laughs> <laughs> like on our minds that night. Yeah. But there was a rehab, like there was a second American Gladiator that came out, and it was hosted by Hulk Hogan. And um, oh, I, I missed that one. What's that her? One must um, been in the 90s. I forget her name. Muhammad Ali's daughter. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, this is about the this is about the Lost Boys. So Michelle, excellent yes, choice. I love that the movie. Lost Boys. <laughs> Sue's. It's uh, a really accessible vampire film yeah. for people who aren't usually like into that. Like that's not my main genre. But it's it's fun and and it's it's well, got everything in it that makes it enticing and entertaining and and just cool. I'll say this about all done, all done. Uh, uh, if if uh, just for a second if I if I may uh, I'll say this about the movie is it kind of uh, kind of uh, launched what we have now for like supernatural like horror films and uh, TV shows and stuff like that. Because it was about, like, it was accessible, like you said, and it was about a group of people who aren't all necessarily evil and have a, you know, a moral compass that changes, uh, you know, from person to person or vampire to vampire or whatever. And that's kind of like where, uh, you know, you were saying that with the craft and everything. I think maybe Lost Boys is one of those early films of being groundbreaking at having an ensemble of characters who had different motivations and whatnot and maybe led to like michelle brought up uh, nightbreed uh the other day it was kind of along the same lines so and that led to what we have now with you know the magicians and lost girl and supernatural and all that stuff um i i think this is a uh i don't know do you, you think that's a this could be a predecessor to all that an influence, as it were. You guys really like this movie. Yeah. I remember hating it when I was 17. This came out when I was 17. Here we I go. I thought it tried <laughs> too hard. I thought it was stupid. I, was I, just... I, I, I haven't watched it in like 20 years, 20, 30 years. So maybe oh, I gosh. should watch it again. You're kind of like, I just thought it was like, oh, yeah, we're vampires and we're out at night, but we wear sunglasses. And I was like, oh, my God. That's so stupid. I just know I hated it when I was a kid. Oh, 
Wow. I, I, I got to watch it again. I, who, I ordered guess, the, who ordered the wet blanket? <laughs> I'm serious. And to add to the nerdiness, when my ex-boyfriend's mother was trying uh. to get me to go back with him, she was like, yeah, we're going to have a girl's night and we're going to watch Lost Boys together and drink. And I'm like, no, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I am never dating your son again. Get it? Thank goodness. I know you. Anyway, that. there you go. This is there's. I just posted. I posted. Maybe it was good. I posted a gif of uh, Susan's favorite scene from The Lost Boys in the chat. So. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> no. No. You know who that yeah, guy is? Yeah. Seriously. That's, you know who that is? <laughs> that's Kenny. Hold on, that's Kenny V. <laughs> yeah, he looks like, like uh, Tina, one of Tina Turner's big sax guys or something. Oh, he's all greased up. We I don't need go. another Vero. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, so Susan obviously hates this film. Uh, <laughs> I, well, no, I, maybe I should watch it again. Maybe I was a Perhaps child so. and I was just... <laughs> You know, yeah, you know, watch it again. Just watch a, it again. Just I wanted a more. Sure. I wanted a more authentic vampire yeah. one that running around, <laughs> being cool, <laughs> you and wearing sunglasses at night, man. And don't forget those leather jackets in the spandex. And Keith or Sutherland with his Keith Sutherland's jacket. cool. Keith Sutherland's cool. No, he's anyway. not. I hate his face. He was. Uh, uh, Seriously, one of my favorite films. Corey Feldman, Corey one of, one, one of my favorite films of all time is uh, the Wachowskis' Dark City before all of that Matrix nonsense came out. And Kiefer Sutherland did this very cool kind of character that was a little like Peter Laurie. Oh my God, I love that. I love that. But anyway, Michelle, we are over time right now, but we could we could do one more uh, movie. Um, Greased up before. vampires playing the saxophone. Man. With James. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> Fucking James. I'm sorry. It's it's funny though. It's, he was oh, he, he was twerking before laugh, twerking okay? was a thing. Um, what? I said he was twerking before twerking was a thing. Um, That's true. Yeah. But anyway, no, I, 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 I love boys, but, um, Zelda and I uh, are on your side, Michelle. Your... Go ahead. Yeah, why don't we do Waxworks? All right, Waxworks oh from my God. 1988. It's 11.45, let's go. Imagine, if you will, an exhibit in fear. It looks a little spooky, boys. You think we should do this? A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. Ooh, scary. Your fascination with ghosts, monsters, and the many unearthly elements of the supernatural. Look. And this is killer. Enjoy. Wow, the glasses from Nutty Zombies from Hell. Lose yourself in it. Do you like a closer look? Really? But whatever you do, don't step over the rope. Hey, not so fast. Ah! Relax! Uh, a cup of coffee, we'll talk about it. 
I want out of here, Sarah. I'm serious. Getting scared? Do I get a pretty woman in my illusion? No. No, I get a dork. It isn't real. Bravo! What the hell did you kill him for? He'd have been perfect. Strong Pictures welcomes you into a new dimension in terror. Waxwork. A new dimension in terror. I uh, I love that. Um, and oh, Heather, uh, Heather says, Heather, Heather says I'm awful. I like Rocky Horror. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not awful. That's a, that's awesome. I had a great time going to see Rocky Horror Picture Show in Pittsburgh at a very interactive theater. Um, you know, because yeah, I mean, they used to do that at the theater Lee too. The Lee was like that. Yeah, and you know, and, and of course, the Rocky Horror Picture Show was always very welcoming to uh, the LGBTQ community when they had these showings and everything, and people could uh, come and you know express themselves you're not awful that's great the time warp all of the music in that is great tim curry no oh, no you're a wonderful person for loving that but um but yeah so michelle there we go uh we just heard uh the trailer for 1988's waxwork yeah it's, it's a fun movie it's it's kind of campy but i love it because it's it, it's got Patrick McGee in it. It's got um, David Warner. Oh yeah, and nice. It's nice. got oh, yeah. uh, oh my god. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, uh, Miles. Oh, uh, your your husband? Name? No, I'm kidding. No, Miles O'Keefe. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but that would be cool if Miles was in it. Um, but movie it's got vampires werewolves um uh, it's it's got um uh god bless it the, i can't think of his name right no, now no no um, don't worry about it don't, and the, the, the no, for no, Death Raider. james oh, l jones prouse james l jones oh okay. a very early james earl oh. jones yes very nice <laughs> um so it, it, it's a fun movie it's got everything so well, you know, that sounds like it could be a good double feature with Fright Night, honestly, from what you're saying. Hell yeah. So, there you stack them up, everybody. Uh, yeah, it's, I've never seen it. It's 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 a it's a fun it, it's 80s. So, it's going to yeah. be campy. It's going to be 80s galore, but Oh, sure. Oh my sure. god, it's fun. No, I, I, this is uh, again. I want to watch this. Um, uh, Zelda, have you seen this this one? I'm trying to remember if I have. Is there a part in it where, like, one of the wax things starts to melt, and like a fire, maybe? Yeah, there. I mean, yeah. you might be thinking of the old, old one, but I just remember being vaguely yeah. traumatized by that as a child. Like, I was terrified of wax figures because I saw a movie when I was pretty little like probably six 
And yeah. I just was really like, I've always been afraid of wax. Well, ever. now, uh, real quick, Michelle, well, didn't didn't Vincent didn't Vincent yeah. Price do a a, a wax um, museum yes. movie? And yes, it, he did. that yeah. movie traumatized me when I was a kid because there was a character in it that kind of looked like the Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> and he melted in a fire. I remember that. Ew. Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, I don't. It does. Wax, I, oh. the, the, the only. There's no really melting until the end. And that's just because somebody falls into the wax and yeah. grabs somebody's shoulder. So as yeah. one does, of course. Yeah. I think it's a safe bet that any kind of wax museum horror film is going to have somebody melt some wax. Yeah. Like it's really a wasted melting. opportunity if it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Suze, what were you going to say? And didn't, um, in Canada, Madame Tussard's wax museum, didn't they just throw out their Trump? Yes. Wax. Did they? Madame Tussauds? Yeah. yeah. That out. Oh, that makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, find, I'll find the story. I looked for it. Chat. Someone, I think you posted it, didn't you, see? I don't. I thought you posted it. Somebody posted it in one of our things, and I'm looking through all of them, and I can't find it. Well, you oh, know. Oh, it was in Berlin. It's Berlin. Oh, oh it's Berlin. 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 Okay. Well, you know what happened is they were they were trimming the toenails on that Trump uh, statue, oh, and they oh, ruined. Oh no! Please don't the, do it again. Please don't. No. Vomit. I will vomit. There Ugh. it is. Oh, oh it makes me think of the Black Swan. Speaking of spooky movies, like yeah. where no, ew, where her mom is trimming her nails and it starts bleeding. The greatest severed toe ew. ever. <laughs> ew. Ew. <laughs> Sorry, had to do it, uh, but yeah. Oh, you so. let that cat out. There's a, there's a wild animal in my living room. Love oh, there's one in my lap. But uh, all right, so we're 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 uh, getting pretty close to twenty after here. So uh, <laughs> let's, uh, uh, Michelle. Anything else on waxwork uh, we need to know? And thank you so much for uh, collecting all the trailers. And I'm sorry we didn't have time to get to all of them, but it was nice to have a, a discussion on some of them. All I can say is that David Warner is amazing in this movie. He's he's not really the star. Yeah. But he has yeah. his parts and he's creepy as hell. <laughs> and of course he has to share it with with a really, really tall guy and a really, really small guy. I just leave it at that. <laughs> no, I that's great. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I forgot. I know how we're going to end the show tonight. I was like, wait a minute. Don't I have a way to end the show? <laughs> of course I do. And we have a, a, a good friend who had a Halloween special back in the 70s who's going to help us with that. Um, but yeah, so uh, Zelda, Susan, Michelle, and of course, Paul, Trojan Rabbit. Thank you guys all so much uh, for making Halloween special. We're getting an extra hour in a little bit here, y'all. <laughs> and uh, I hope uh, the, the the ghouls don't bite or whatever. Oh, I hope everything's okay always. Yes. So, uh, damn it. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> so... Um. Uh, okay, there we are. I, 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 That's good. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. So anyway, we are going to wrap things up right now. And uh, great show. Happy Halloween. Uh, we love you all for listening to us. 
and uh, we'll see you next time around. You have just been the greatest. Thank you for making me feel wanted. And thank you for inviting us into your homes tonight with our Halloween special. I hope we were a howling success. I'd like to thank my guest stars, Tim Conway, Rod's Pinky Tuscadero Kelly, Lawrence Henderson, The Incredible Kiss, Billy Barty, Betty White, and a special thank you to our beautiful witches, Margaret Hamilton and Billy Hayes. I believe in you. I believe in you. And of course, the two kids I love so much, Donnie Marie Osmond. In case I don't see you for a while, to all you little monsters out there, you have a happy Halloween. Now, excuse me, I'm going back to my group to trip the heavy fantastic. Happy Halloween, everybody. I'm Ro-Bit Mom. I'm Ro-Bit Junior. I'm Ro-Bit Cat. Knives out. Pointed at you. Hello wife and children. Tonight is Halloween. It's the night when demons come to our home and try to rob us of our souls. Brace yourselves. This could be really dangerous. Don't be stupid. I'm a cat and I can see through your paranoid shenanigans. Oh father don't listen to the cat. Listen to your heartbeat. The 1980s are just around the corner.
Golly gee. Dad. Mom. Weird cat sister. You gotta listen to me. Halloween is just a fun time for the kids that want to put on costumes and make up. They do this as a form of pageantry to impress folks like us to give them a special treat. It's a super fun holiday. I don't know about that son. It sounds like you are inviting Satan himself into our home. Are you on the wacky wheat? Don't make me take off my belt. Peach Cobbler is ready for all my sweethearts. Cats have a saying. Peaches are poison. Uh-oh. Sounds like we have our first Halloween moocher. God save us all. What the hell are you supposed to be? I'm a Frankenstein with parsley for hair. They say to me, hey parsley hair. Are you a Frankenstein? And I politely nod. Because I'm sick of this shit. Get over it. Let's just live our lives. Okay kid. Good story and costume. Here are some butterscotch candies for your troubles. And don't forget about a scoop of my famous peach cobbler. And I politely nod. We barely escaped with our lives. I'm going to go get guns. And sorts for all of us before more trouble arrives at our doorstep. My god. I'm too late. Here is another monster now. I knife. I make bleed. Mean little cat child. You should be nicer to our visitors. Your cobbler is a nightmare. Hello you. Happy Halloween. What are you supposed to be? Careful sunny boy. The demon looks deadly. I'm the ghost of leftover tuna casserole. So you're a fart. You came dressed as a fart. Now I knife you. Prepare to be knifed farty make fart fart. I don't want any trouble from that fine looking kitty cat. I guess I'll be on my way then. Not so fast. Nobody leaves without a scoop of my piping hot peach cobbler. And hey there fart kid. Here are some of those chalky after dinner mints I found in the couch. Happy Halloween. You're the kindest family I have ever met. Even that awful little cat has won a special place in my dining heart. We are all truly blessed by this Christmas. Thank goodness it's Christmas. All those Halloween demons were making me scared. Now, Jesus is a supernatural being I can really get behind. He's a cool dude. Hold on there geezer, it's still Halloween. Let's give out more tricks and treats. Did you bump your head? The Christmas peach cobbler is ready. Time to open presents. Let's go Junior and Kitty. Go wash your hands. It's Thanksgiving. On your birthday. What the hell is going on? This is madness. I put on my Santa. Satan. Santa. Satan. Costume. No. No. Hell. Hello. Hell. Santa. Satan. I'm kinda scared right now. I think a Christmas demon has invaded the spirit of Halloween. We've got to fight it. I should have known this was going to happen. They started putting Christmas decorations up in the stores before trick or treat even happened. When will this nightmare end? Gobble gobble who wants a pile of cobbler? I only want that cobbler if you run out of kitty litter. Your peach abomination is only fit for my leavings. Someone is at the door. Who could it possibly be? Hello. I am from the Department of Holiday Continuity and this household is in violation of codes 43 stroke Z and 62 stroke B. You will need to be quarantined for the next year to contain the threats you pose to society. Now I knife and I knife good. 
Meow, hiss. Hold on there, sis. We're already in big trouble. Please, sir. Is there nothing we can do to correct these errors that were brought on by a Christmas demon? Well, there is one possibility, but it's still in the experimental phase and could involve a variety of risks. What I'm about to tell you is top secret information of which only a handful of living beings are privy. I'm about to tell you about Project Frank's Giving. Frank's Giving, you say? What is that? Franksgiving is an experimental holiday tradition that allows you to do whatever the hell you want to do on any given day. You can wear costumes and share your favorite foods and give gifts. Whatever you like. But I warn you. There are considerable dangers. Yes. That sounds wonderful. But what are the dangers of Franksgiving? I'm glad you asked me lad. There is a high risk of having too much fun and possibly getting a tummy ache from fun fun food. Some people also have reported the occasional hangover. This is serious stuff. Do you want to help your country and become one of the first households to celebrate Franksgiving? Yes. That sounds wonderful. Mom? Dad? What do you think? Can I make goopy vats of peach cobbler? Meow, hiss. Of course. The government would love a copy of your recipe, Mom. It sounds like it could be weaponized cat repellent. And can I wear my Satan? Santa. Satan. Santa. 666 suit? Sir, I don't care if you dress up as Frankenstein with parsley for hair. You do you. This is getting tedious. Let's just have the kitty cat finish our story right now. Take it away kitty cat. Okay, I will knife and kill later. So there you have it folks. This is the top secret origin of how Frank's giving all started. Out of a holiday crisis grew a new tradition of not adhering to tradition. Judgment is set aside and goodwill is at the heart of Frank's giving. Let us all enjoy this new holiday whenever we choose in whatever fashion we decide. Plan your Frank's giving with a friend or loved one. Enjoy your collaborations and the fruits of your labor. Frank's giving for all. Meow. Hiss. Knifey knife. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone around the world. It's a special day for all the boys and girls. I'm a creepy singing robot. I love my creepiness and I show it. Bye for now from Kimmy Pig. Go out and get a treat and don't get tricked.
Dracula was supposed to be the pastor, but we soon realized it'd be a major disaster. We looked all around and couldn't find a preacher, so we went to the lagoon and hired the preacher. The Wolfman Wedding. They stated their vows with growls and howls. The bride and ghoul were dressed to be cool. The wedding party was warlocks and witches. And the big green beastie who was sewn up in stitches. That buffet was substandard. I, I expected more. Well, you know, it's the best meal I've eaten in a while. I bet the wolfman would disagree. <laughs> What's so funny? I don't know. That's just the thing I do. I just I say something and I laugh because I'm a Dracula. <laughs> Just seems super natural for me to do. <laughs> oh, the Wolfman wedding. Dracula, why did you throw rice at the happy jump? It's not rice. Those are dried maggots I pulled out of my coffin. <laughs> <laughs> you fool! It's the Wolfman's wedding! The Wolfman's wedding! The Wolfman's wedding! Oh, the Wolfman's wedding! goes off to their honeymoon, and I do the moon. Thank you very much for coming to Ohalabaloo, or should I say, thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to Ohalabaloo on this spooky night. Come on in and have a bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bad things on the grill. In the ghostly blue. It's a hallabaloo. You're gonna be there too. God Hiller was going to come, but he couldn't fit in the room. And the mummy's running late. He got it's wrapped up in his tomb. And the ghostly blue. I'll have you know, I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on anybody. <laughs> it's a real nice trip. And the mummy got ripped. It's a hallelujah. It's a cannibal stew. We have dancing ghouls and singing ghosts. Now raise your cup, propose a toast. The blood! 
put steak on the buffet. I specifically said no steak on the buffet. Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me. That is the one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula is a steak. That's the fucking fact. How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock? Why, yes I do. It's quite an ice rock, might I add. The sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. We hope you made some ooky friends. What do you mean, friends? I think you mean to say... It's a <laughs> And a ghost blue. It's a hallelujah. This boogieing has loosened the nuts in my Wolfman! Get down from my couch, you bad boy! You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight! Turn back, Sarah. Turn back before it's too late. Whether your name is Sarah or not, you have stumbled across Radio for Humans, and I am Michelle from Geeky Gals and Guys. Beyond the Goblin Town, into the Goblin Castle. And yes, it's already too late. What a horrible place this is! It's not fair! That's right! It's not fair! <laughs> <laughs> Stand by for three of my old-time radio Halloween favorites right here on Radio for Humans. We're off the air. I don't know who's still there. I, I played a lot of shit. So, oh, hello. Uh, I'm here. All right. No, Michelle, I don't wish death on anyone either. I'm just making sure people no, know. I do. 